fucking somebody with that later on night. Your house smells really good. Yeah, it does. It smells, it smells neutral. Oh, it I took the trash clean. out. It smells like another place, Sandwich Stop 2. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. Substation 2, like, they clean constantly, but it also smells like... I was about to say, like what? Like, fresh lettuce and stuff. I did buy some tools and a leather belt being a union man now. Oh, yeah, you're a union dude. What, you getting a job? The state, oh, like, this. I can't say which union. It, I'm fucking low level. I probably won't get any work. So, I mean, so I'm going to have to have, like, another job anyway. I mean, my folks. Yeah. Well, we invented the unions. We just showed y'all how to do it, just like with corned beef and banking. And corned beef is delicious. Oven-made corned beef. It's made out of a brisket or something, not this bullshit. I like that, but I, also, or I like sliced corned beef, too. I like corned beef on a rye bread with Thousand Island and sauerkraut. It's, well, that's the thing. I like Swiss thick cheese. sliced real corned beef. I don't like this bullshit that they be passing off as corned beef. Arby's doesn't have a horrible room. Yes, it does. Not a horrible Yeah, it does. It does. So we're here, everybody. Hey, we're back. Yeah, it's been three weeks. And Sean was so inspired by the lawnmower man, he decided to wear his hair this way. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. You know, I got a big thing of peanut butter, too, so I can have my big Riri peanut butter sandwich. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, no, I'm oh. not allowed to. Am I canceled? Can we I guess they did cancel. This will be our last, what, like, live Facebook podcast? We're still podcasting, but Facebook probably got threatened or something. So if we're not here next week, you know why, but we're still trying. We're still recording and we're still doing the normal shit. White so. bitches, dude. Complaining uh, about shit. Before we start, we should throw out a sincere, uh, our hearts go out to all the families and friends. And My hearts go out, out to the 19 Texas. kids who died. Yeah. Uh, and their families. It was seriously horrible, but we're going to try to have a good time nonetheless today and try to take our minds off all the shit Cops in the world. took their time getting in there. I know there's procedure with an active shooter, but I'm yeah. still going to shit on the cops anyway because they, you know, they kill people for sport. They didn't follow any procedure when they broke into Brianna Taylor's bedroom, though. Nope. Just saying. They sure Just didn't. saying. Procedure was out the window that day when it fell us. And shot into the neighbor's house, too. Yeah, and you got off free for that. All right, we're getting... What he, no, he got charged for that and, try, like, for shooting into the neighbor's house. Uh, that actually... Uh, but he didn't get much time. I don't think he's going to get much time, if any, for it. I think he's going to, like, probably get a purple heart or some shit. Yeah, probably. Fucking asshole. So, today on the show, we've been gone for two weeks, and we're going to tell you what all we've been doing in that two weeks, because we got a lot of fun stories. Went to, uh, I went to New York and met up with Bobby Steele from the Misfits, and I lost the interview. My computer fucked up, like, you know, so the interview's gone, but I did spend some time with him. I can talk a little bit about it, you know. Uh, we watched yeah. Stranger Things 4. We did. We also went and saw this man, Danzig, the Manzig. We fucking saw Danzig in his jowls. He in was all like, I finally, uh, me and the young one, finally went and saw the new Doctor Strange movie. We're going to talk about that. Alan Ashbrough. Ashbrough. 
Am I saying it right? I hope I'm saying it right. He's joining us to talk about Metal Fest and cancer and all that awesome stuff. And, I mean, not cancer being awesome, but, you know. Uh, And then we've got, uh, oh, yeah, The Offer. That's a new show. Been watching that. Uh, Watched uh, Ted uh, Lasso. Gotta love that. I watched all of them. Uh, So good. And, oh, what else? Hold on. I got bunch of other shit that I'll watch too uh, it was like the fu- Apocalypse Now and Pope of Greenwich Village those are really good movies I watched I'm gonna talk you know and I, about re- that. I read and watched Carrie so yeah I'm Carrie's a, great I'm gonna have one. a really cool like tell y'all some stuff that's uh, is the book better than the movie your dirty big pillows questions. they're called breasts mother oh she's great breasts right? Oh, I also want to talk about the new Winnie the Pooh movie later. Have you seen this? It's a horror movie. It's a is it him? And oh, it'd be great if they made it an action movie where like Pooh and the crew like go turn into bank robbers and they go to the like National Honey Vault or something. Actually, we're gonna can't cover this right now. They use presidents masks and like they go yeah like they rob a fucking honey vault in Antwerp or something. It's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Oh shit! Can they use the fucking oh, that's like a Michael Myers or a Jason with a. And there's also a scene here of him and Piglet killing somebody. Uh, apparently, uh, Eeyore will be eaten by the two. Really? How you gonna do Eeyore like that? Life sucks enough for Eeyore. Is Pooh? When did Pooh Disney? Yeah, I don't know. Well, how Pooh all. was sold to Disney because that was originally a whole. How are they getting away with using that shit? Because they gave Disney enough money. Come on, you can do it. Disney! Disney will do anything for the right amount of money. Uh, hey, our guest is here early. All right. That's cool. We'll, and then we'll, we'll get, we'll get- Man, one day, y'all, if y'all would sit down and listen to how this thing, like, it's, it's a cool story. Not that it's mine. I mean, it's just the way it all became. Cause oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not a metalhead, bro. Oh, really? I'm a Randy Travis, Conway <laughs> Tweed, Alabama, Leonard Skinner, loving fanatic. Hey, what's up, yeah, guys? Yeah, I ain't got really got much. Yeah, our, our space is limited. <laughs> We're doing it broke style uh, yeah. right now. We got Alan, Alan Ashbaugh. 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 And we got Riley. She is the Metal Fest princess. Princess. And uh, Metal Fest is really cool. It's a really cool thing. You got like over 60 bands. So, yeah. And our friend Trey from the Jim Harrelson, who's been on the show, they're going to be performing on a Friday night, I believe. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's awesome how you got it together. Like the what the money goes to and everything. Well, gee, you tell it better than I do. So. Yeah. We start, uh, that, we turn into the money to the, the V Foundation. The reason it's the V Foundation is for one is because I've now got sports and music t- talking to each other. Okay, we got our foot in the doors just talking. The V Foundation have wrote me personal handwritten letters, signed an autograph. That's pretty cool, you know, addressing me. So now that I've got the Five Hundred Two Music Scene talking to the V Foundation personally, where's that going to go? So the V Foundation is uh, Jim Valvano, uh, who's the head. Uh, coach of NC State passed away from cancer. All right. All right. So ESPN decided, well, we're going to make the Jim Valvano, the V Foundation, big. And we're going to make it 100% of all donations because we're going to sponsor it. So ESPN pays for everything they need. There's no overhead. Everything that we donate through the Metal Fest door or through gatherings, they go straight to work. Oh, so that goes straight past. They don't take any, anything off. off. 
every wow. dollar that we don't every dollar that we put into that the foundation they put in a dollar well no they, they, they it goes straight to work you don't go to pay a secretary or a light right. bill or you know overhead straight to straight uh, research to and, and the way i look at this is i've been out here 13 years screaming the f cancer and trying to get early detection being the key and the, the awareness of it uh money's not my object on this it's right. more about getting into your heart and training yourself to listen to your body and you know when something's not feeling right even though cancer is not something you wake up and go, oh, oh, I got an itch right here. It must be cancer. That's not yeah. how this thing works. And when it does get to that point, it's too late. Right. So you have to go get your annuals. Go get your, you know, ladies over 40 every six months. Men over 45 every six months. Yeah. But there's cancer screenings. You know, ask for your blood work. Because this is stuff that doctors ain't just going to, they just going to offer it to you. They're not. Yeah, my primary care, if I'm not on him about it, we'll do it like once every three years or so because he has a lot of patience. Well, you're a younger guy, too. I mean, once you're over 40, the, it goes from like a 30% up to a 70% chance. I'm 39 now. Um, I've already. Yeah, he's, oh, down, bro. He's smooth, isn't he? He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. the old baby face shine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, so that's great, man, That uh, because... I mean, I'm sure everybody out there, everybody's been affected by cancer. Uh, I mean, we talked on the show, like last year, we lost my father-in-law, Big Ed, to cancer. Uh, so we, it's something that, you know, and, and on top of that, it's like 60 metal bands too. And it's out in Shepherdsville. Well, that's not necessarily all the way true. Okay. Okay, see, here's the thing. It's, like I just got to tell you, I'm an old country boy from the Boondocks. I rode my bicycle in that parking lot when I was a little, when I was her, oh, younger than her. All right, I'm a country boy. Love Alabama, London Skinner. Yeah. Metal just wanted to help out when Germany was alive. They wanted to help. And when I saw these guys come down there uh, for two guys they did not know, which was me and Jeremy, and when Red Eye Lies and when Dissension and Escaping Memory and Antikythera gave us everything, every ounce of energy for two strangers, man. Two guys they didn't. They went down there to kill my chickens and sacrifice them. They went down there <laughs> to, to, to burn old pentagrams. It wasn't like that, man. It was some of the most caring, non-judgmental people I've ever met. And I said, this is where I want to be, right here with these people. Right. And yeah. uh, 13 years later, I'm proud to say I'm still right here with these people. And I don't want to go anywhere. I love it. I love the local scene. I love the people. Uh, what this show does is... Beyond turns in a little bit of money. Last year we did 70 artists, three stages, three wow. months. We turned in $10,311. Wow. That was awesome. my 10th show. It was this show right here. And these are the, if you look at the back of the shirt, those are the bands we had on there, our sponsorship. That was yeah, nice. We kind of went in here with it. But um, this year I got to compete with that. But here's the key to this. I'm at the Boondocks. This right. is home. And everybody in there that's ever been to a metal vest knows what the difference between Boondocks Metal Fest and anywhere else in the world's Metal Fest. You ever just walk into a building and just felt like he was at home? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, this is, I, this is my people. When you walk through that gate, you're like, oh, kid, go play. You know, you know you, there's 800 people out there and you're like, oh, just go play. They're, everybody's cool. I've never had an argument. Never, I mean, knock on wood. I'm not trying to jinx myself <laughs> yeah. or nothing. Find some, Find some more guys. Um, yeah, we. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I might bring the kids out there for the Jim Harrelson night at least. Yeah? It, it, it's July 22nd to the 20, 24th. Right. And that is uh, all weekend long. That is going to be camping. That will be fishing. That will be some fireworks. That will be campfire stories. That will be, that will be the ultimate time to get down and tell your 
Jeremy Wade Knowles story. Okay? Um, and that's what I was going to say about this year. All these years, this has been the Jeremy Wade No Cancer Fighting Weekend. And it still is. But this year, I want it to be about your loved one, and your loved one, and her loved one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, want you, I want people to make this personal. I've made this so personal for years. I want them to make it personal, man. I want to do it for their people now. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So here's what I did. I went and made me a cash app for a metal fest. And if they send $20 with a loved one's name, I'll put it on the back of my MF11 shirts. And it will ride with the next 100 metal fest 11 shirts. I've still got my number three shirts. And it's I wear it every day. That's awesome. So these shirts last. So you'll have your loved one's name on the back of a shirt, 100 of them. You know what I'm saying? For however long. Uh, my, mine's 11 years old and still runs good. Yeah. Which one are you wearing? Oh, you're wearing 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Speaking of, uh, speaking of the kids, you're, you're going to have a lot of stuff for the kids, too, so families can come out. So I was in my fifth metal fest when, uh, when I found out I was going to be a dad. And uh, all I ever wanted in the world was be dad. I, I gave metal fest away to the committee. I said, all I want to do is change diapers and make bottles. So for two years, bro, that's what I did. I changed diapers, I made bottles, I worked, I was a family man. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then one day she slept all night long and I was like, man, what am I gonna do with that extra 45 minutes? Yeah. You know what I'm like, uh, I happened to get on Facebook one day and Saul Williams, my work for the blind, actually hit me up. And which by the way, if he's watching, thanks for the Max Cavalera shout out, that was dope. Y'all know Max Cavalera, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all see yeah. gave us a shout out? Oh, did oh, really? He? Max gave Metal Fest and Artwork for the Blind the shout out and played a rip for us. I'll, I'll play that for you guys in a minute. Y'all can oh, find wow. that on my Facebook page if y'all want. But uh, so anyway, so Metal Fest is endorsed by Max. Well, yeah, he's definitely gave us a shout out. There's <laughs> a few awesome. others that's also liked uh, some things. Um, I hear Mr. Blythe is on. Mark Hunter was at the very first one. If you know who Mark Hunter is, my Chimera, uh, which I'm trying to shout him out again. Right? Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, two years later, I came back and started doing the sixth one. Well, Miss Riley Ray here, she was uh, about three, almost three, and I had a stage. My stage, when it got there, had one leg short, so I put it on the ground. Well, my daughter, unscripted, walks up in the middle of every, my speech, of the Metal Fest speech, Jeremy's story, and walk, climbs up on the stage and grabs her daddy by the pant leg, and I'm still ripping into this crowd, like, girl, you text her. And my daughter looks at her mom and goes, <laughs> so as we walked off the stage and I watched all these people smile at my little girl and everybody was, and she was smiling too I thought why are all these other kids why can't they have that feeling so my next time on stage I decided that all the kids were going on stage with me nice. and that became what is now considered the future pits of America speech yeah that's where I get up and I talk about the future mosh pitters of America you know yeah. metal fest yeah. yeah but um when I learned to stop judging people is when I decided this will always have to be Metal Fest, even though Friday night you'll see Two Pump Jump, you'll see E-Flat, you'll see Slow Kill, Boombox Poets will be there. You know, there's there's rap, there's hip-hop, there's rap-rock. Saturday we bring out a lot of heavy, deep metal, dark, heavy stuff. Uh, Sunday we flip it back around, and there's no telling which of us. see some punkins in there. We got Ned, who's a dooms metal band. Um, you ever took The Doors and Met Pantera? Oh, oh no. that sounds pretty cool. It's dope. I, it's I, a I southern bluesy metal. It's, it's oh, yeah. It's cold. Nice. So uh, yeah, we got some good existing in exile um, from Tennessee. We got Blood of Angels from Tampa, Florida. We got Celestial Serpent from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. Enter Decay from Chicago. Um, so I have a question too. So these bands that are coming in from out of town, 
they're not getting paid. They're doing this just out of so the kindness of their heart. Last much. year, I had a guy hit me up, and he says, hey, guy, man, can we come up and set our merch booth up for all three days? And I said, well, man, I usually only set it up for the day you play, because I need that room for those days. He says, man, we're just coming from so long and far away. I just was hoping we could make a list. I said, where are you coming from? He said, Tampa, Florida. And his name was Aaron Robinson. He's with the Blood of Angels. He was now part of the record label I work with, which is Biohazard Records. Um, so, of course, instantly I said, well, of course you can set it up for three. Days. Brother, you can have my hot dogs in the afternoon. You know what I mean? You're coming that far away, bro. I can't pay you, but I will accommodate you Kentucky boy style, if that makes sense. We're yeah, going right. to treat you like family. Well, my brothers will be coming in uh, again this year, their second trip up in Florida to play Metal that's Festival. Really cool. Yeah, Celestial Servants are fifth time from, from Wisconsin, so that's, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Now, Two Punk Chump is a band that I've heard of like forever, but I've never heard of them. 25 like, years have they been around. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just around. like rock and roll straight up, aren't they? They are not metal. <laughs> yeah, I was. And believe it or not, they are their, my most requested band every single year really? since the third one, and they've been on every show since that's, the very third one. This will be their ninth consecutive show. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember they used to come through here a lot. Yeah, Scott and them, good guys, man. Um, yeah, he's the first one who, he was standing on the stage as I got on stage to say, hey man, two bone show, metal man, make noise. When I said that, he whispered in my ear, hey man, you got room for us next year. <laughs> that's awesome. While he was still standing on that stage, ringing sweat. But he had some, he had a, la a lady named eBay Wilson, Elizabeth Wilson, jumped on stage and declare her, uh, Savior through Metal Fest because she came to number three with cancer and she came back to four with the love and support of these people and she was cancer free and still today is cancer free at this moment. Absolutely. So fuck cancer, eBay. Yes, yes, that's awesome, man. Uh, and of course, I gotta do one more shout out again. Jim Harrelson will be there with with Trey. Who yeah, Trey. 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 Trey has been on the show, and uh, we love the Jim Harrelson. That's where I met you. I was at the Jim yeah. Harrelson show. They See, them guys are fucking nuts. They're playing uh, this uh, this Saturday or June third. I think it's Friday at uh, the Twenty One Amendment, the Twenty First Amendment, Twenty First Germantown. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I might. Head hey, out there Trey, for I'm. Uh, I'll tell you right now, the Hoodlums are going to open this thing up. I and, saw them uh, with them. They're. The hoodlums, fun too. and the reason I asked why I asked the hoodlums, because I need this thing to start, not that Jim Harrelson's or the rest of the bands can't do this, but I need this thing to start with a bang. It has to come out with a punch you in the face, this is Metal Fest, Happy Friday. Well, the hoodlums can do it, Jim Harrelson can do it too. The hoodlums are going to make this a happy yay. Yeah, the hoodlums are like, get ready for the party, uh, while the Jim Harrison is more like, go ahead and get ready to start bobbing and weaving. Yeah, you know? throw my fucking shit at you. <laughs> People doing windmills. And oh, they're so good, though. They are tear down the house like just they are before. extremely. That cover they do of Wicked Games is just <laughs> yes. sick, sick. Yes, you haven't got to catch them yet, have you? No, not yet. Haven't. Not Hopefully, yet. you make it. I went to 21st. see them at Air Devils once, but I missed their set. So. Air Devils is a cool venue too. I've never been there for a show. Yeah, but. I had like just missed them. Yeah, it was a few mid, a few months ago. Wait, till I get these guys out to my, to my place at the Boondocks when they got twelve acre leg, twenty acres campground, who run around on and oh, Trey will be everywhere. He was everywhere at Air Devils Inn, and those area is <laughs> only that big. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty energetic. No matter what instrument he's playing. What's this we got here? Kick cancer's butt for Farron Duvall, two thousand sixteen. So here's the story about this, guys. Um, Farron Duvall is now 25 years old. He's got two little boys. Uh, he's a local construction worker, and he has a form of cancer in his bones and his blood. 
They said he wouldn't live to see 24. Right. I grabbed some buddies to ride two wheel chariots and we made a run. We got him up off his bed. They said he wouldn't make it to his birthday. He made it to his birthday. He said he wouldn't make it to Metal Fest. He was there Friday, he was there Saturday, he was there Sunday morning. Ambulance took him nice. to the hospital. He said he wasn't coming home. Oh shit. He timed himself out. He come back to Metal Fest to let us know that he was going home to rest and he was going to be okay. All right, which this whole place was just sick when he come back to say, hey, I'm going home to rest, but I just want to let you guys know, thank y'all. Yeah. Farron gave me this. He was in high school when he made this. Um, he made it for his daddy. Yeah. And then when he got diagnosed with terminal cancer, he gave it to me. And I said, well, Farron, ain't you the one that needs to kind of look at this every day? And he goes, but you're the one that can do it. So I keep this as a daily reminder of what I'm out here trying to do. I'm trying to save every Farron Duvall out there. Every one of y'all. Because this kid is 24, a good kid. He's got two little boys, and he's fighting for his life, guys. And all he needs is somebody to stand up and support right. him. Because he's in a, think of it like this. These guys are in dark rooms, okay? And they're looking for any kind of light they can find to get out of this room. And what I'm trying to do at the Boondocks is create this light. And then when they're walking towards this light, I want them to find out that, wait a minute, there's one, two, three, four, five lights, six lights, seven lights. And they get a little closer and find out it's a whole bunch of campfires, a bunch of long-haired metalheads going, bump, fishing. Right. That's what I hope that light at the end of that tunnel for them, in that black room for these cancer people are, is us. A bunch of people they don't expect to feel love and appreciation for it, you know, from. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, God, he's fighting for really three lives because he's got two yeah. kids that he wants to be around. For. I mean, his mom and dad are still there. Yeah. You know, what yeah, I mean? his whole family. He's fighting for everybody. We, we lost a friend of ours, uh, Jeff Rinkworth, uh, to pancreas cancer. Uh, was it? It was while we were doing the show, probably about a year and a half ago. Yeah, and uh, early. And he, I mean, he was younger than us. I mean, he was, you know. So and, it has no, sucks. it has no restrictions. It don't care, no, no race, religion. It don't care who, where you're from, who your daddy was. I've, I've lost yeah. older. Every single family has lost and somebody. People. And, uh, and you know, that's the thing about this show is, I'm not going to sit here and say Jeremy was the best friend I ever had the planet. We wasn't like hanging out every single day. But what I did watch him go through was a good old country boy. Well, actually, let me let me rephrase that for everybody out there. He was an asshole. <laughs> Jane, you know your son was an ass. We all love him. If he, if he wasn't an asshole to you, he didn't like you. Right. right. Okay. Uh, He's that kind of asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that's on him. So anyway, um, you know he um, he he was he was a good dude, man. And what we done was we tried to have a party for him to make him fight. Right. Well, I watched this good, thick, 29, well, he's 28 when he got diagnosed, 29, thick-year-old country boy, withered down to nothing, couldn't control himself. I have pictures on Facebook to remind people of what cancer effects are. Now, I didn't get there real bad, but I mean, you know, when he hooked up to machines, man, it hurts. But here's the thing is, it doesn't, when, that his cancer affected me so, my grandpa fought for 27 years after they gave him 90 days. He didn't take no treatment. He went home with love and support from his friends and family. Right. And whatever your religion, I don't care if it's satanic or Jewish or Buddhist or Christian or like me, a Native American who believes in creator and no kind of God. But whatever you have faith in something out there, have faith that you're going to beat this, if nothing else. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got you can't just give up. Right. You can't. People get they hear they diagnosed with cancer, and the first thing I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm going home to die. I think it's ill, and so it just kind of kills the it's will. It's scary, ain't it, man? To hear the thing, hear the thought. Think of that. Day. The doctor walks in the room and tells you diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, it's just fuck. First thing thrown my head, Pope too, I'm sure, but that's why it's the fuck cancer, man. It's not a cuss word. I'm not saying it to try to be vulgar or ugly. I'm saying it because it's the first emotion that comes to my head when somebody tells me they was diagnosed. Right. Yeah. It's direct. Very. Like it. Very. I want to get in. I want. I want you to know that I'm. Look, I'm not a public speaker. I've never went to a school. I, two weeks before the first metal fest, I had no idea what a PA system was. <laughs> right. I'm here for a cause, and as long as I'm doing my job and, and not stopping, I feel like if I don't do nothing, that's the worst thing I could ever do. But at least I'm trying to do something. It just turned out to be a really cool party that has made some ruckus and noise. And I mean, I wish I, I wish I'd got here earlier, but the princess over here has um, you know beauty fatigues that she has to oh, I make sure totally she's ready for every day. Yeah. But uh, my daughter is fourteen, so appearances. I get it. I totally get it. It gets it takes longer as they get older. It does. It <laughs> does. But you know, um, she she. I asked her one time. I said, "Well, back last year, I said, Daddy's gonna quit all this, so I have more weekends with you." So, so it's me and you, Tommy. She don't want me to quit. No, she don't you, want don't, you don't want him to. So no. I bought her a five hundred dollar thing of Legos, and first thing she built was a, a stage and called it Lego Fest for all the nice. parents who step on oh, Legos awesome. in the middle of the night. So, yeah, man, these are books that I started in two thousand and nine. Um, when people say, "What is Metal Fest about?" I get to drop this on them, which I show you the well. Can I show you like her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Check this out, everybody. Child abuse. I, like I am a supporter of uh, Baca, correct? I want to introduce y'all to Jeremy Wade. No. The dude was a punk. He was an ass. But if he liked you, he was an ass. If he didn't like you, so he really took his ear off right here. Yeah. Because the melanoma was in the crease of his ear. They went in and realized that the root, it went down his trach into his lungs. They gave him uh, 16 or 12 to 16 months. He made it 11. Uh, at the first show, we tried to give him something to fight for, and he just fell a little bit short. His body. But my dude is out here every single day fighting this cancer with us, and I'm going to show you how. There's one. There's two. I'm showing him receipts to the American yeah. Cancer Society at first. There's number three. And these are not oh, copies. Zero. Awesome. No, these are these are the original letterheads. Yeah. This is four, right here, from the V Foundation. Now, yeah, I found out. I'm not a bad anybody, but oh. number five, where I gave my show away. And if you look, this had Elephant Room, Bass Drum Aliens, Theaters in Public, had Luther, it had Grandshaw, Devil of Darkness was there. Uh, who else is all there? Yeah. It had hip hop. It had everybody. It had everything and everybody. A little something awesome. for everybody. Right. It was also a Halloween costume contest. Good times. Good times. Sounds like fun. I took that break. I came back out two years later, and then six. V Foundation. Seven. V Foundation. Eight. V Foundation. Nine. V Foundation. And you see, things are starting to get really a big, bigger numbers. Oh wow. And then my tenth one, there's five of these, but I've only got the one because they're gonna. What they've done is they're gonna take the five and put them into ten thousand three hundred eleven. 
But there's five of them. I don't, I don't even know what that one says. I don't have my glasses. Uh, yeah, uh, 3486. 3486. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, I don't... Like, I don't ever see myself stopping. I get, I couldn't imagine not talking about Jeremy, not talking about my grandpa, not talking about the stories that are in this book of people I've met along my path. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good people in there. Black Frank's in here. You know Black Frank? Yeah, from the Fox. From the Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shannon the Dude. Uh, Shannon the Dude. The local guy. Um, everybody, I mean, everybody. Shannon the Dude who hasn't returned any of my messages about being on the show. Grigsby? God dang it. No, Just he, putting it out there. Uh, he played a show for me years and years ago <laughs> at the Boondocks, and me and Shannon, he, he, of course, he also put me a bad spot one time. The QMF, I remember, asked me how it feel to compete with Terry Harper. You can't compete with Terry Harper. Nobody can. No, I don't think that forever. We've played mm-hmm. Terry Harper shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the man. He's the man. And uh, another Shannon the Dude thing. I know I got a podcast and not a radio show, but I will challenge you for that radio bell that you have in OVW. Just saying. Oh, just saying. Open damn. challenge. There you go, Grigsby. That's my dude, man. He's a cool cat. Yeah, yeah. He's cool, but I so want that title. Uh, <laughs> I watch a lot of that OVW, which uh, we've had Luscious Lawrence on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we always give them some shout-outs. But, man, it's awesome what you're doing, man. I, well, I, this book here, guys, while I've got you all live and on the spot, yeah. this is the Metal Fist <laughs> Family album. Okay, and what I do is after yes. I tell people the story of Jeremy and what he's still fighting to do here in this uh, change of life, okay, um, I ask them if I can have their autograph along with Shans and Black Franks and and you can tell a story or a loved one. You can take as much paper cool. as you want or as little paper as you want. And here's an ink pen, fellas. Can I have your autograph? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Would y'all add this to the Metal Fest family album? Here, go ahead. You go first. Uh, right. check out. I had that laminated when I got it. That was my first one. That's the handwritten letter from the V Foundation uh, thanking Metal Fest Committee for its its first, well, I don't know if it was the first donation or maybe it was the first handwritten letter I got. But the second one I got said, for the many donations throughout the years, and I, I thought you guys are really seeing us. I mean, you really know who we are. And that's, that's all I want, is Jeremy to be recognized as a fighter and not... A statistic, right? Like, well, it sounds like he went fighting. All right. Oh, he's still fighting, bro. Still fighting. I'm sorry. I thought the way you talked about him that he was uh, well. He passed away May first, two thousand and ten. Right. Um, and, and it was I was his pallbearer. It was a devastating moment for me um, because I watched this young cat die so horribly. Yeah, this and, is a. You got the old Donnie Vagrant on there. This is uh, this is something that needs, everybody needs to hear this. And it's not because I'm trying to get my buddies in. Everybody needs to hear the awareness. And what this thing right. is. Re- There's more people died of cancer than COVID. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. COVID whips the wor- world out in one year. Within one year, they have a cure. But cancer's been going on, and we're the only country. Did you burst the pen? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got all these colors over here. For you broke it. my pen. I got all these cancer colors. You know what color cancer they had, or what kind of cancer was it that you're thinking about? All I know is the pink one. So enlighten us. Okay, so pink is the breast cancer. Right. Your your common color for them all is actually a lavender, which is kind of about. Well, I got lavender. It's a light purple. That's the mixture for all of them. Okay. Uh, Black is lung. 
Yeah, black black is long. Melanoma's black and gray. There's so many different colors, man. I, that sucks. So, yeah, there's so many. It's a big family. It's a big family. There's all kinds of big friends. You know okay, what you want, yeah, bro. There's a pink one in there here. I got a real nice pink one. Drawing is a real nice pink one. I'll use a pink one for part of it. Yeah, sure. So. Next month, oh, this week, one's sparkly. Next week, my goatee goes pink. It does every year. Um, it's just something that I do, and I used to shave my mohawk off after it gets so long. After it gets so long, and I donate to Locks for Love. I mean, wigs for kids, not Locks for Love. Wigs for kids. Oh man, this is. It's an honor to sign something. <laughs> Where well, I'm with all honesty, money. that book will never be destroyed. It will. My daughter right here, who has already been brought up in the art of giving back. Okay, and when I say that, it's because right here is Merry Metal Christmas from 2010, and the signatures on it are from 2020. So in other words, yes. I did the show, the flyer was from 2010, but when I did the, the next Merry Metal Christmas, 10, 10, 10 years later, I had everybody sign it at that show. Nice. But it was an unwrapped new toy or $10 to the door. We needed to fill 81 boxes in Lebanon Junction. Oh, shit. Me, Grandshaw, Slow Kill, Brandon, uh, W, my judge, put 120 boxes for the kids in Lebanon Junction together. Everybody got Santa Claus that year. And me and my daughter went and helped. Do you all still do that, or is it more just... Everything, um, I do, okay, so Metal Fest is not the only event that I do that that needs some attention brought to. I do my Halloween show, it's called Hello Weekend. It is my birthday party, and it's also a suicide prevention drug use awareness show. I feel like the two go hand in hand. Yeah, they yeah. do. Um, I lost a, I, I'm going to call him my son, Bob. No, he's not, but his daddy wasn't there, and I was, so. <laughs> but he sobered up, and when he sobered up, he couldn't handle the stress of life. Yeah, don't fall. Oh, uh, uh, okay. But uh, he couldn't handle the stress of life, and he took his own. He died and killed himself, but he was sober. Completely sober. So I want to get out there and tell people that, look, I've been sober off heavy, heavy drugs for going on 17 or almost 18 years now. And congratulations. I feel that struggle. But for somebody to go clean and then not be able to handle the stress of reality, it's hard. So people need to know that there's guys like me and Donnie and Sean out there that you can hit up and be like, dude, I'm in a bad spot. Can you talk to us? Yeah, I can sit down. Ivan Moody, if you hear that it's shit. It's not easy when you stop. It's not easy stopping, like, whether, you know, it's opiates or whatever else. It's not. It's not. Uh, the hardest thing I ever tried to quit was cigarettes, and you can see where I'm at with that one. Yeah, me too. I, got I don't know how I did that. It literally took about a year or two for all the extra stuff, like the clenching my hands while I'm asleep to go away. And this is after, you know, a couple months of just getting used to not smoking. But I had a wheeze one morning that sounded like, my grandma who died of everything but lung cancer that was smoking related and then my uncle two my two uncles and my grandfather on that side all died of lung cancer so like it just kind of scared me and i think that's the only thing that made me quit here's the thing that i'd like to point out and you'll, you you learn this as you come to metal fest i don't get on social media or, or anything and say so i get to your face it, but cancer's been treatable since the 70s bro i mean this is so Population control. This is so, let me try this out and see how it works on you. My grandpa walked out there with 90 days to live and he said, I'm not gonna be your guinea pig. Went home and lived 27 years. And then died of the same four cancers that they diagnosed him with 27 years earlier. 
my point is, man, is sometimes you have to realize, is it the quality or the quantity of life that I have? Which one do I want? Because they're going to feed me this, this chemical through the structure and kill the thing that's killing me, but it's killing me. Right. You know what I'm saying? More people die and burn up from radiation, from chemo, than they do from actually cancer. And they're all, and chemo makes you puke, and it just makes you sick. So what do you do? By the time you're better, it's time to go for another treatment. So what do you do? You go to the voting booth next time they say legalize medicinal marijuana, and you sign that bitch, and you let them people know that not only cancer, but PTSD, depression, anti, uh, so everything. It's where it's at. Stomach aches, even. Nauseous. You know, and that's why this thing's not going to be a federally legally uh, medicine because they make more money off Big Brother Pharmaceuticals than they'll ever make off that, that plant. It's going to take away all those stuff. I got people right now that can't take that hydrocodone. Yeah. Like the cancerous can't take that. You know what they do? They eat edibles. And, and that's better. a better option for you, really. Healthier. They eat. They get the munchies. They eat a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Next thing you know, they're out there picking weeds out of the flower bed. Then what happens? Oh, you're you're not sitting down waiting to die. You're up fighting. You're living again. Yeah. You're not. Well, just- let's start living, man. My buddy Justin Carney, he got diagnosed with cancer. They gave him six to eight months the other day. Yeah. He said, "Well, I guess I got to prove you wrong, Doc." We start making plans for next year. This guy's a monster, right. a beast. Yeah. And, uh, and he, when I hit him up, I was like, dude, I, I need your inspiration to feed these people that are scared. He says, Alan, we've all got an expiration date, bro. Every one of us. You do, you do, she does, I do. We don't necessarily know what it is, but I'd rather start worrying about living than worrying about dying. So I'm going to keep living. And I just thought that was like the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And we all need to live like that. Right. You know what I mean? So we can leave here and something, God forbid, something happened, tragically takes us. We don't know, you know what I mean? So, man, I was gonna stop and have playing the creeks on the way home, and oh, she was kind of sleepy, don't she? Yeah, no. <laughs> I know that one. But yeah, I mean, it, I'm just ready to start living. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit around and be mournful. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let these people out here that hit me up want to talk about it. Be mournful. I know it's scary. I know it's sad. Let's talk about how we're gonna fight it. And the pharmaceutical companies really. They really don't want you to know that you can live and that it'll help you because that's why they created hospice. I had a, my friend Steve also had uh, he had lung cancer and they thought they were gonna have to put him in hospice for a while and they brought some nurses as they were getting ready to put him in over the course of weeks mm-hmm. and all they kept talking about is like his impending death and what to do to prepare for it and all they that to get you in that mood so you just pass on quicker and they can get another bed open and they got he was in there for a few days and luckily he just lived too long they took him out uh that pissed him off oh yeah <laughs> uh you why, why do your cancer percentages rates go up chances go up after 40. could it be half your work life is over you can't be putting in no more taxes to the government anymore because you're slowly going down that backhill slide of paying your taxes. You know, yeah. retirement's in 25 years. I mean, you're not going to be working overtime because now you're 40, so you're getting a little more tired and you got family to go home to. You know right. what I mean? When you're in your 20s, man, I worked all kinds of overtime when I was 25 years old. Yeah. Throw them down, you know? I was like, what else am I going to do? And still have time to play afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it yeah. gets a little yeah. harder. I slept that one day last week. What was it? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when I quit drinking when she was born. Um, 
I wanted to be not only for Metal Fest, but for her a better um, support. I want these people out here that are going to these shows of mine, these 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 Merry Metal Christmases, the Hello Weekends, the Metal Fest, the John Casey benefits, whatever. I want them to come to that and know that I'm out here doing everything I can do. And if I have to quit drinking, doing drugs, running around, I'll do I'll quit everything but that one. That little girl right there is the only thing that can slow me down from doing what I'm doing out here. Ain't no MC bikers. Ain't nobody out there. Some 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 guy calls up uh the CEO of the Bullet County Bike Fest and says, oh, Ashball, blah, 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 we don't like him. <laughs> he says, man, what are you doing? So I got on Facebook and called him out. <laughs> <laughs> Call me out like that, dude. So guess who's back to being the MC of the Bullet County Bike Fest? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm into anything that's doing something positive. Yeah. yeah. And that's cool, mean? too, like, uh, since we know this, we'll have to bring you on uh, before uh, the Christmas and Halloween shows and yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, them be... up, because we'll definitely be a weekend's a fun one we used to have uh, haunts out there and oh, we always cool. have halloween costume contests oh i've uh, done halloween with the louisville metal scene before they know how to halloween oh yeah, yeah. especially yeah. when you get incursion and, Nick and all them guys oh in, oh especially know. the incursion guys like well who was uh our guy uh incursion cliff uh cliff pete oh, oh pete Monster pete? yeah, yeah. Delta Nine, yeah. yeah Delta, Delta Nine, Nine. Theory, Callus, all those old school metal bands. If you motherfuckers listen, I'm trying for Callus. That's who I want. Oh, Callus Reunion? I would oh love a Callus Reunion. Race Plant is who also I'm talking to. Me and Jeff Smith's been talking, and we got three of the four. Um, it's just hard to get, you know, these veterans, man, these are my own victim. I got to do a my own victim show back in uh, 2014, 13 or 14. Uh, but I did it with Vic. I did it with all of them. Or Dave, yeah. too? Uh, it was it was Vic, Brian, or Vic, Todd, Jeff, and uh, I, Ivan. Oh, okay. Oh, so the old original. So, so I knew Jeff Toy okay. be when he was with Human Remains. So we're gonna go before Mount Victim. We're gonna go before uh, Crawl Space. Crawl Space. Before any of that, we're talking Human Remains. It was. But they were jamming next door, and it was like, what are these guys yelling <laughs> He probably doesn't yeah. remember me and Vic used to catch the same bus uh, <laughs> almost every day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we used to, I used to, that's how I met Vic was on the 29, the Eastern Parkway bus. <laughs> but I, I was real familiar with the other, with Brian and Dave's, uh, my own victim, too. Yeah. That's when I saw them a lot. And they, oh, you talking about Sailor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen, Sailor's been, played most of my metal fest. Oh, uh, either as Thalia, either as Thalia, SWP, last year as Thalia. Thalia's one of my favorite local artists. He's a badass front man. He was back in the day anyway, so. And he's a, if he likes you, he's a hell of a good guy. Yeah. Uh, me and Sailor are good friends, and I, I appreciate, I'm a big, I'm big in my respecting your veterans. You don't have to like your government, respect them vets. That's true. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I ain't you know, fighting, so more power to them. For I begged them. 9-15-2001, I begged them let me go. They just killed, you know, 3,500 American innocent people. I wanted to go. And I had a spot in my lungs. So they wouldn't let me go. Uh, and I was like, can I yeah. shoot over here? <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you could get a Callus reunion, oh my God, that'd be great. I remember, my yeah, boat. they were a tech world all the time. They used to beat the man. hell out of each other on stage. And they used to beat themselves on stage. I think that's, I think that's the reason stage. some of them don't want to get back together, because they might just uh, hurt each other now. Yeah, that, that hurts now. They're all old now. They're, everybody's in the old. It's all still wild and crazy, man. Uh, 
Their front man, Callis' front man, Saul Williams. Oh, he was insane. Yeah, he's still one of my best buddies, man. I love him to death. Uh, he's the one who got Max Cavalera to give us a shout out. That's um, cool. He is the guitar ripper for Artwork for the Blind. If you get a chance, if you haven't heard him, definitely check out some artwork. I'll check them out. Is, yeah, is that the coolest name for a band? Yeah, Artwork for the Blind. I like it. It could yeah. be country. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's Artwork for the Blind. That's pretty That's cool. cool. It'd be also cool to see uh, Incursion do something too. If uh, well, Incursion knows they've got an open invite. I told them at Metal Fest 10, and I told them again this year, if they show up at five minutes to midnight and want to climb on stage, I'll make room, especially <laughs> after Jeremy, you know? But you guys yeah. saying that uh, Incursion headline, or they took a good late night hour at Metal Fest 3, 3, 8, and 9, or 3 and 8. Nice. Three, five, and eight. I think they have an open invite to pretty much any metal show. Who like if they, yeah, oh, if yeah. they were to just show up and want to do a set, they, they can do that. They were like kind of like they were a big deal, like as far as the metal bands. They, and they they covered uh, King uh, King Horses song. King Horse? Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, they played Caged. They were they were a legitimate amazing band. They I were at that uh, LRS fest when they brought them in on them uh, them gurney bags, and then the lights uh, went down. And they jumped up. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, they threw down for me at, at Catfish Haven, uh, and at Metal Fest 3, if you ever look up uh, Alan Ashford on YouTube, uh, and go to my Metal Fest folder there, you'll see Incursion do Looks to Kill by the Molly Crew cover. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. And Nick didn't have a tattoo on him. Oh, wow. Nick Cobb didn't have a tattoo on him. Really? Man, those guys were awesome, too. They were... I, I first saw <laughs> yeah, them through... Yeah, we opened for uh, them a few times. Yeah. Tech World. Yeah, and... Uh, I saw them like when the Revenants played with them. Yeah, the Revenants in Memphis three. Oh, okay. okay. We actually, I was friends with Jason, Gabrielle, and I was in the Vagrants and the Vagrants and the Revenants. We started together. We played our first shows together. It was three. I know it was three. Revenants. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they was. There was a Abominant was another good one. I remember that. Warren Crowder. Let's see. Man, if y'all was looking through, y'all be like, "Oh my gosh, they got saviors." Yeah, there's some old shit there. Um, That's awesome. Stone cutters, of course. Stone cutters, oh, yeah. they're awesome. They're still they're the original. Still <laughs> <laughs> the original. Love you, Armor. Uh, yeah, they're number 48 right there. I know incursions on that one. I don't have my readers on, but anytime y'all want to look through all that, go right That's ahead. That's awesome. So where can people, yeah. the important part that we need to get to is where can people get some tickets Bushly so they can uh, Sorry. go out and support Bushley? Bushley. Yeah, Bushley. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah, good bands, a lot of them in there. 317 bands have crossed the stage up to this point. Wow. We're fixing to put 62 more. That's awesome. Are you going to come out there with me on Friday at least? Yeah, it's this Friday, right? No, no it's oh, July 22nd. July 22nd? July 22nd to the 24th. Uh, the reason it being that weekend is, and I know it's the dog days of hot summer, but it's the only day that... Jeremy could get away from the doctors and still feel good enough to come and even sit and listen to anything. Right. So yeah, it is in the dog days of summer. Yes, you're going to get hot and you're going to sweat down there, but guess what? Some dumbass is jumping the Ohio River for polar bear plunge for cancer. I imagine coming down and have a camping party with me. I mean, dude, look how well in your bad But yeah, it's a, it's a great time and, it, and bring your fishing poles and bring, bring some stories. Um, that's, what it, that's what inspires me every year. Your story your story the next person's story i was walking through the mohawk well by this time he doesn't sweat it over but it was about to hear <laughs> yeah. and this lady says hey alan thank you 
for doing this. And I was like, oh, sweetheart. I tried to look cool. I'm like, what else would I do with my time? You know, like, yeah. like don't take me a year. But anyway, um, she said, no, 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 you don't understand. I don't have hair. I said, baby, you at Metal Fest. Throw a wig in the, come on. Yeah. We, we don't judge here. And she was, but Alan, I don't have breasts either. So I started thinking to myself, and this is the first time breast cancer actually really hit me in the face, and it really made me realize what it, how it makes a woman feel. So I started thinking about it as I walked around, and I had, about an hour later, I said, hey, Chris, Justice from Dissension. I said, you get your video camera? He said, yeah. Get your clippers. Yeah. Meet me at the stage. So I explained to how, for a woman, it's a lot about looks and beauty. Right? Right. They fix their hair, they put on their makeup, so they make themselves look nice. Think about how they're gonna to try to make themselves look like when they lose their hair and their breast. I mean, it's probably it's, gotta affect their self-esteem. It's their identity, yeah. bro. I mean, I know good people, good women that could not go to Kroger no more. And then we're talking school teachers that could not go shopping for groceries because she did not want to go out in public because she didn't have nothing, no hair, no breast. So I shaved that mohawk off that day and well, actually I got the right here and Chris's clippers cut off on me. But uh, when she went into remission, she got on Facebook Live and tagged me, and her hair was about the size of mine. It's her own side, you know, just enough to a little bit. And she grabbed them flippers and shaved it backwards for me. So as her hair started to grow back, and she started to show progress of, yeah, she clipped a reverse mohawk. And if y'all know, if y'all ever been me, I'm like crying on the other side of the computer. Like that was the coolest thing anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, this right. girl just shaved a backwards mohawk. I was done. I thought it was cool. Yeah, that's a hell of that's a tribute. Awesome. That's it really was. It, I, I took it too. I was like, man, mine was hair, and I didn't care it went away. You know what I mean? It yeah. will grow back, and her breasts are not going to. Yeah. So that's why the breast cancer thing hits me hard, and that's why that's why you see me all the time with these. I always got a pink rag on my head. This was my special one, though. But then like that one, hers there. Yeah. And it's not. It's just. Everybody knows what color this is and what it stands for. Right. Jeremy didn't die from breast cancer. Right. But when you see that pink rag, you're gonna think I'm lighting the loafers or I'm just fighting cancer. Yeah. I don't really care which one you think I am. It don't bother me none. Hi. <laughs> but everybody does think cancer, yeah, when they see the ribbon. Oh, yeah. Pink ribbon, like, so, no, specifically breast cancer, it leads you to think cancer. The, the common color is lavender. It's a lavender, lavender. color, and um, it, it's for all of them. And that's where I'm at. That's what the V Foundation fights against. Because my grandpa had four, Jeremy had melanoma, my stepmom had lung cancer. I mean, it's just, which one do you attack? I'm not going for Susan G. Coleman, who's just for breast, you know what I mean? I'm going for all of it. Right. I want to chop the snake's head off. Yeah. Yeah. So we're working on it, guys. Well, man, we appreciate you coming, dude. And you uh, can find me and get more information on this show. Uh, you can look up Metal Fest Eleven. Yes, and it'll say the Jeremy Wade No Cancer Fighting Weekend. You do not have to remember all that. But when you look up Metal Fest Eleven, you'll see the logo. It'll be the profile. You'll see the logo right there. It'll say Fuck in cancer. Shepherdsville, right outside yes. of Louisville, off Beach Grove Road, right down the street from my place. And if you got a few extra hours, explore Shepherdsville. It's a cool town. They have a Bojangles in Shepherdsville. We don't have that in Louisville yet. That's important to me. Scott Lennon Junction. Anyway, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, yeah, you can come down, and the tickets are twenty-five a day, or you can get sixty for the entire weekend. Yeah, I think Bill's charging $10 for camping for the weekend, $10 a day for the camping. Yeah. That's the lecture concluded. 
Oh, that's nice, a hell of a nice. deal for camping nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah. It's now they start charging dirt. You can put a tent on. Yeah. But 100% of all net proceeds. In other words, when the show is paid off and that last penny pays off that last bill, everything we can drag through there will go to the V Foundation for cancer research. And it's been that way from day one, and it will never, ever change. It will always be. That's great. That's Jeremy's money to donate. That's his. That he gave his life away for me to do this. And I was crying at Metal Fest 6 when I said, I'd give all this back to have him back with his family. His mama walked through and said, but he wouldn't. And that really hit me to realize what we're doing here. Yeah, dude, I, I can't say it enough. Everything you're doing with all these shows is just awesome, man. I I salute you, sir. I <laughs> shake your you, hand right here on the screen. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I mean... Like, We've all uh, lost a lot of people. Not just for cancer, but what you're doing everybody. too with uh, suicide awareness and uh, you know addiction problems. Just teaching people kids. how to live again. That's what yeah. you say. Leave it better than you found it. And he meant that as the bathroom, your bedroom, the kitchen, or this planet. Right. Leave it better than you found it. My my deal is, as a as a mouth running promoter who loves this scene and this music, I'm out here having a blast doing what I love to do that I know is doing something positive and I'm teaching other ones that I need to focus yeah. on not being so ugly in this world you know what I'm saying right how do you stop racism and hatred you stop talking about it because you're not born that way yeah exactly no yeah, yeah kids don't care about that no no you're taught to be ugly and hatred I don't yeah. want her to feel that I want her to know to give back when you can. Help who you can when you can. Right. The rules of life are like rules to a mosh pit. You see a man down, help him up. Exactly. I like that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And we're going to try to be out there. I'm going to try to be out there for at least a Friday. I can't do fast. I'm on Friday's going to be sick. Saturday's going to be off the chain. There's 18 bands coming. I've got a line of it. See, you have my phone, Riley. I like how it's family friendly now. I guess because all the metalheads have kids now. Like, yeah. well, it's, I'm trying to get to them. I want right. them to come to a show that uh, is a metal fest. Yeah. That is a cancer fundraiser that they wasn't being uh, isolated away from. That instead they're more right. brought into. Because yeah. if I can get them in there playing drums or picking up a guitar or singing instead of out doing fentanyl like a dumbass, right? Then my that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. In fact, I've got, when Boondocks becomes all ages again, I've got a door prize for a the first strangers that I know, that I don't know, that brings their kid up here. I've been there since 2009. I know everybody comes to that door, and if I don't know you, then welcome to the Boondocks, right? Well, the first one that comes down and I say, welcome to the Boondocks for their kid to bring their kid to my show is going to get a nice, I'm not going to give it away, but it is nice, super nice. Uh, Mom and Dad might not like me, but... Kids will. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a fun Kids one. will. And you can find, uh, we'll, we have to remind me, we'll put a link up to Metal Fest too. I'd agree. Yeah. Partners of Pals. Because uh, we come out there, uh, I mean, dude, it sounds fun as hell. And uh, Bring your fishing poles. Um, even if you don't want to, even if you're like burnt out, like I mean, we went to Danza a couple weeks ago and I'm, I'm still worn out from it. So, yeah. And that was like a two hour show. So I'm going to try to do part of Friday. Uh, see the Jim Harrelson, maybe get there in time. Well, man, man, I do the whole thing. I like the hoodlums. You'd like them. I love the hoodlums, man. They awesome. still have cowbell, and it's awesome. Oh, they do? Yeah, they I rock mean, out with the cowbell. Here's the one thing you can't teach hoodlums, that passion. 
you can't go to no music store, no music no. class, and learn how to be that passionate about them playing. Those guys are those guys are fun. I saw them. I was they played right before the Jim Harrelson. What a mood change though when you go from Hoodlum straight to Jim Harrelson though, because you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm feeling it. Then you're like, oh, dude, I just want to fucking just try and break that wall body. down with my yeah. forehead. Watch me. I can do it. Oh, you feel like that scene in uh, next movie when he does the space coke and he's just oh, like bust through the wall. Right. That's That's great. <laughs> oh, but we're going to take a break. We want to thank Alan again. And Riley. Yes, for coming by. <laughs> Say. <laughs> See, that's not much of a wave. That is, uh, we just got adorable on Partners and Pals. So yeah. It happens oh, sometimes. So. We're going to take a break and, and go enjoy our bad habits for five minutes. Uh, so, I'm going to hit a cigarette. Fuck cancer. Fuck yes, cancer. Fuck cancer. At Metal Fest 11. Metal we'll Fest 11, we'll the, some July 22nd through the 24th. Right. Uh, Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Look it up. Metal Fest 11. Yeah, we'll be out there on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, keep an eye out. Hell yeah. We'll be back with uh, all our random stuff that we told you about earlier. <laughs> all right, cool. How often do y'all do this? Like once a week? Usually yeah. once a week. Uh, You've been off for two weeks. So. Yeah, if something comes up, like we'll uh, and then we take a break schedule from, uh, a break or whatever. The but, end of June to September. Yeah, then we start. Oh, you stop a break or take a break at the end of June. Yeah. So. Here is a Friday ticket for you to give away at Met- on your podcast. Okay. Really? Yes. To give awesome. away. Cool. To give it away. Right. Any lucky. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, we'll do that. Thank you, guys. Let's see you come see Jim Harrelson. And- oh, awesome. Really? Oh, that's Friday night. That's Friday passes. If you need more, let me know. Um, thank you. And uh, thank yeah. you, guys. Thank no, you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to walk out with y'all. Do you want to say that? Yeah, I'm going to go outside with you guys and... And oh no, my God, I didn't even, even think. Did y'all want a drink? <laughs> no. Bottled water and... So good, bro. I appreciate y'all letting us come out and do this. Anytime I can tell this story and maybe let no. one person get here, back. bro. You know what I mean? It's... I feel like every time I can tell one person and they even think about it. For five minutes, they will. Maybe I do need to go get this mold checked out. I do yeah. that. If I get one person... I feel like Jeremy's still um, doing what he needs to do to make... Make him live. That makes sense. And his like, spirit's yeah. living on. I like, dude, I, I love what you're doing. Work. I tell everybody I smell this dirty ass every year in July. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, that's cool to know, too, that uh, when we start playing again, uh, if, you, if you ever have spots open. <laughs> oh, we, man, I'm already, uh, I'm already booking for 12 uh, and 13. Yeah. 13 will start the day after. I'm a year in advance right now. Oh, wow. And I've got, right now, there's about 400, well, last time I counted, like 418 bands on standby, just in case somebody falls off. Wow. I'm like, Jesus, really? Hey, there's a really That's good, good band. Though. I, mean, I don't know if you've that, heard that of them. They're called Belushi Speedball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Belushi Speedball very well. Uh, I tried to get them, but uh, I got a little too late. Try to grill. What are you gonna grill? Maybe steaks. Amanda went to the store.
And I'm gonna test that little grill tonight. Mm. And then be open for business. We picked it up from a dude, from this like family or whatever, and I was wearing my Exorcist shirt, and dude was like, nice shirt, and dude was wearing a Metallica shirt, and just instinctively, I just said, yeah, you too, and I was like, oh, fuck, I hate Metallica. I saw a guy with a new Metallica shirt today. Yeah, it was a new Metallica shirt, it said 2021 on it. All right, I'm doing what you are. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back. We're back. That was Alan, not Auerbach. Hold on, Adam Ashbach. Sorry, I'm getting names confused. Uh, <laughs> Alan Ashbach with Metal Fest 11. It's going to be July 22nd through July 24th. We've got a ticket for Friday night, July 22nd. We're giving it away. Well, he's giving it away. He gave it to us to give away on our show. So, so. The first one to send a message to... To the live feed. Just put Metal Fest. And not you, Trey, because you're in a band. Yeah, you're going to be playing that night. You don't need it. Yeah, so that's not going to count if you do it. No offense. I love you, bro. If it were Saturday or something. There's nobody watching us right now. Okay, well... We'll try again. You know what? We'll put a message with this then. If you don't, then uh, hit us up via the Partners and Pals Facebook thing through messaging. Yeah. Or through Anchor. We'll figure this out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Man. Damn, that was just... we. Okay, that wasn't very professional of me. But, you know, like Facebook just came up and said we're stopping podcasts for some reason. How do you feel about that? I'm pretty upset about it because that's what we do. I mean, like, they're treating everybody like Joe Rogan here. Well, they're just mad because uh, he's getting away with whatever he's getting away with. I mean, let him put poison in his body. We're going to have to just, like, disguise this as just a live video and not. It podcast. is live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't call it a podcast. Yeah. We can still keep the page up. I think we could still make posts, but we can't. What the fuck? All right, anyway. It smells so good in here. It smells like Substation 2, I swear. Thank you. I'm glad my place smells like a clean sandwich. I want a sandwich. No. Uh, Oh, I did have a Panera uh, steak and cheddar on a bagel thing. Well, you know what? I like their steak and cheddar bagel, so don't get smart with me. You and your dad, yeah. Well, he today. I went yeah. through the drive-through yeah. and got something. Yeah, why? You got a booger just chill. No other one. Oh, That's, dude! All you had to do was supplier action, and it would have just. That's very you people. Uh. <laughs> You're the boogery one, dude. You the you were the kid in class with all the boogers. Yeah. Were you the one, like, when you cried in preschool, like, you'd have the snot bubble? I always had, like, a permanent snot Hitler mustache. Oh, dude, there was this kid in uh, preschool. His name was Gregory. I'm not going to say his last name. I liked him. He's a good guy. He's, uh, but he, in preschool, he was the kid who cried, like, he was real, I don't know why he was so sensitive, like, he was likable too. That's what was weird. But like, yeah, it was so easy to get him to cry like over nothing. Like, you didn't have to pick on him or anything. It's just something. I don't know. He was real sensitive. But when he cried, he'd get a big old snot bubble. I saw one that had like 
He had a bubble one time. I'm like four years old, mind you, and I remember this to a T. He had a bubble that was like, you know how beach balls have their own little sections? Yes. It was like that, dude. Nice. And even had like the little round circle at the end almost. Like, I was impressed. And that thing just stayed there for like a good five, six seconds before busting. Because usually it was just a regular snot bubble, but this kid was, it's kind of a tribute. But you know, I don't. What the fuck got me on that? What led me? I don't know, Sean. What get you on anything? I don't know. But all right. Uh oh. We got a ticket to give away. Anybody? Somebody in? No, 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 no. All right. Well, to keep this going, Stranger Things four. We oh. watched it. I wish Danny were here. Is that what we're doing first? Is Stranger Things? Well, we already talked. Or do you want to talk about Ray Liotta being dead? First? Oh, I have a list, and you are fine. You do as you please. Okay, well. I'll get you next. Stranger Things 4 just came out this past Friday, May 27th, and we watched it. I had to watch the last three episodes again, and there were some things you missed that yeah. are kind of cool. Bowman doing karate. Okay. And getting the pilot. Yeah, like, there's... Watch the last three episodes. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say it's going to change your life in full, like, opinion, mm. but there's some things in there that we didn't catch. Yeah, I... I there's a, wasn't impressed. Yeah, I mean, like, the new... Okay, it turns out this demon, they have some freaking demon instead of the Mind Flayer, but this demon controlled the Mind Flayer. Yeah. That's what it is. He explains himself at the end. He's like, I am this demon. I was this kid with the ability. I was number one. Like, 11 is number 11. And he was so powerful. He's the one who killed his family and set up his dad. And he noticed as he was killing people, like, after his family was killed, he got adopted by Dr. Brenner, putting that, putting Hawkins. He was killing people there. And he noticed as he was killing people, their souls made them stronger. And uh, when... Basically, Eleven accidentally took the chip out of him, like not knowing. She took the chip out of him because he was going to set her free. And she wanted to do him a favor and not realizing what trouble she caused. She fucking uh, removes the chip and then he's the one who committed that massacre at Hawkins Lab that she keeps having visuals about. That she, oh. It seems like she thinks she killed them all, but she, it was this guy, the Belgian dude. Like, the one who's like, hey there, sleepyhead. He was yeah. that little kid. Uh, anyway, but the thing is, she fights. So he's like, join me and all that stuff. And she's like, no, I won't. And they have a showdown. And her taking him out ends up being what created that big fucking thing in the wall. Now, there's a hole there, though. The problem is that vagina wall in the crack that created that first thing in season one, the portal, the gate... Well, they initially, that was initially in season one created by her being put in that tank and screaming so loud out of terror that she blew that hole in the wall, remember? Yes. So they kind of, that's a hole right there because they try to, they try to make it look like, now this is only the part one of two parts of this season. So we only seen volume one of season four. The rest will come out in July, but it's, it's like... They try to say, no, no, what actually happened is she killed this dude, this demon dude, sent him through this hole, and then he got burned up as he was in there and turned into this demon. Hmm. 
and and that's how that hole is created. Now we'll see what happens. I'm gonna watch part oh, two. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. But Bowman, Bowman, I mean, whatever, does fucking karate and beats the shit out yeah. of armed Russian soldiers and shit, dude. Like Murray. And yeah, Murray Bowman. Like he and the thing is, like, when uh what's her name? Joy is initially like on Joyce. the plane. Joyce is like Dude, why don't you fucking, you, you're a black belt. Why don't you take him out, you know, after we cut ourselves loose? Uh, and he's like, well, I've never fought in a real world scenario. And then he just kind of talks himself up. He's like, but I did beat that one student who was 16, a month shy, and he was highly skilled. And I beat him that one time. Surely Yuri can't be that skilled. And yeah, it's the beginning of his ass kicking career, which is just funny if you know what Murray looks like. So, um, I don't know. Oh, and there's a little scene we all know about Will last season. Will's growing. They're all growing. And uh, there's a little scene where Mike Mike catches Will staring at him. Yeah. He doesn't say nothing. He didn't give him a dirty look. He's just like, ah, oh, I knew this was coming. And then they have a little conversation about how hard it is to get the truth out or something. Yeah, we uh, so you don't like, but I don't know. I just I watched those last three episodes. It's not as good as any of the previous three seasons. I enjoy the new characters, uh, Eddie Munson. I like him a lot. Eddie Munson is awesome, dude. He's awesome. I really like him. He's no Billy though. No, but well, yeah, yeah, he's a not. He's a pussy version of Billy. He's got a Dio back patch though. Hey, I like him. I would have hung out with Eddie. I'm just saying, like, but he's kind of like, he's a nerd, though. He's in the nerd crew. It's, yeah, he's not like an 80s metal He's my kind of metal dude. But back uh, then, metal dudes were scary. Yeah, yeah. And they played sports and shit. Weird, <laughs> yeah. dude. My brother was one of those guys, dude. He had, like, wore Metallica shirts and played basketball and shit. And I like Argyle. Argyle yeah. rules a surfer. Yeah. Yeah. And my my big review. I like Susie's uh, older sister Eden, the rebellious Mormon that Argyle falls in love with. You must oh have yeah. That. yeah, yeah, that one. She's kind of fun. She's only in there for like a second, but yeah, that's a. Uh, but uh, overall, I say it's all right. But uh, I watch. I'm gonna watch the next season. I'll probably watch this one again. I want to review. They made a surfer dude from the show. They made frozen pizzas from the pizza place. And we got some. We, we, we did a whole thing. We had Supreme and pepperoni. They put so many pepperonis on. I think it was Red Baron. It was a really good frozen pizza. I liked it It was either Red, Red Baron. Baron. No, it was DiGiorno. It was DiGiorno. I, I liked it better than... It was. It felt cheaper than DiGiorno, but like in a good, cheap way. <laughs> like, like if Tony's had a fancy pizza... It was kind of like a... I don't know. I enjoyed it, though. I thought it was really good. I wish... I, I feel like they could have cut this seven episodes down to, like, four. Oh, they without, definitely could have. They could have taken out all the emotional, like, where they just stretch it out with an emotional music and emotional hey, look. Max? Do we need that much Max? Is yeah. That, is there anybody that's... Why are like, you, you know all forcing Max, okay? Uh, you know, this show would be better if there was more Max. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. We're going to 
Yeah, Max is like a Karen in training. I'm sorry, it is what it is. I'm fine she with the Max Lucas like shit. I just don't think that we need this much. That's Max. A, well, like I didn't mind her being involved and having things go on. It's just I think it was just that one episode that made it feel like like we're like when she was directly targeted by the fucking yeah, David, was... but. I f- they are kind of forcing her a lot, like whereas they don't really force the other characters so much. Uh, like they're forcing Max, and of course they're going to force the new ones, like Argyle and in uh, uh, yeah. But Argyle's story is he's just a stoner with Jonathan, and it's just and funny. he has really long hair, ridiculously long yeah. hair, like it's insane. Yeah, by stoner standards, long hair. Uh, and the Hellfire Club, I, I, I like him. Yeah, Eddie Munson. Like they didn't really force him, actually, no, so much. No, they he's... just let him happen organically. And Nancy, like she, like you always think they're gonna force her. I always think they're gonna force her, but they never really do. They just yeah. let her character flow too, and it's awesome. Like, uh, and Molly's a little forced. Sometimes they do. Like they, I know everybody loves her and stuff, but like. She's a little forced sometimes. Molly, uh, the one that used to work at Scoops Ahoy. Yeah, the one with the blotchy knees. You know who that is, right? Ethan uh, Hawke starter. I don't care. Yeah. Oh. oh, I thought it, like I was in trouble for a second. I was like, so? No. Yeah, oh. Yeah, I I'm going to call Ethan Hawke and he's going to whisper at you. He's in your phone, isn't he? No, I don't have Ethan Hawke. If, if you did, would you call him? No, probably not. If he called you, would you pick up? Yeah. What's going on, man? You're like, why are you calling me? <laughs> why is Ethan Hawk calling me? Be like, Denzel's still pissed at you, right? You know that, right? <laughs> Training day. Dude, that's uh But yeah, so I, I give it a... Out of five, I give it a three. I'll give it a 3.2. Okay. Because I, think, I, feel, I feel like the story is good, but they dragged it out too long. Like... Yeah. They should have kept it to the lab and, like, the direct efforts of both the California and the Indiana crew and take in, like, the drawn-out emotional things and then had a little less Max. Yeah. You know. A little more Dusty Buns. Yeah. You could always use more dust. Oh, he's such a smartest. I'm starting to like uh, Nancy and Mike's dad more this season. He's such a prick. It's like threatening him with a little jail time. That might get him to talk. Oh, he's such a prick. Yeah, you know, you all could sit he's together at somebody else's house. He's done. Oh, he's well, like, you guys are like family. He's like, this hasn't Do been you mind, fun. Mrs. Wheeler? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, take us for all we're worth. Okay, and he just looks at his dad, just yeah. piles on the pancakes and bacon. No, fuck that, dude. You don't know what it's like to have to be at that no, age I've, where you got kids in there eating up hey, your shit. I'm not even a father, and I feel that guy. Yeah, dude. I'm like, not even a father, but the thing is, you can tell Dusty Buns is going to be the one kid that uh, 30 years later will still get along with. Will get? He'll probably get along the best with that dad because of all the shit he's doing right yeah. now. But still, he's gonna force Mike's dad to, I, I into just, uncle status at least. I like, know what it's like, dude. Like my my kids' friends come over like right after we go to the store and we Sunny D chips. They eat all my chips. Just keep purple stuff instead of Sunny D. Yeah, that's what I need. 
That's what they always pass up the purple stuff. The the best part about the new Stranger Things was uh, the the food that we had uh, at the we, we we had a little spread there. We had the pizzas, and we made an excellent Neapolitan. Oh, we, made we the put best. this together by accident too. That's the thing we didn't even really think. We just thought of three good flavors. Well, Got something it. that would go together, and then just wound up to be like um, it turned into kind of a. Neapolitan. We so used regular chocolate, chocolate regular chocolate. Chocolate, uh, cookies and cream. For and, the vanilla. And then strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. For the strawberry. It went together very well. God, it was so sexy. It tasted so good. Like, And people who didn't want ice cream at this event had it and were like, damn, this is a hell of a Neapolitan. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is, yeah. So my the food I give the food five stars. Uh, it, but that was all us. I mean, they did make the pizzas, but we could have found a pizza and had a yeah, written Stranger Things on the box. Duffer you know? Brothers, y'all just gonna have to start making pizza, bro. Duffer, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to stop duffing these. Uh, I don't. Just like why seven? We were told it was gonna be the first part was gonna be four episodes. Yeah, so we started. We didn't start until like seven o'clock. So we were like. Up to like five in the morning. They could have stretched it. They could have kept that to like four of those long episodes because these are long episodes too. So they stretched it out. I think they were trying to. I think they're trying to make up for lost time, but it's not necessary. It's not. It's really not. Uh, like I tell you, how late this ran is when I dropped Sean back off at home. I was able to stop and get a sausage McMuffin. That's yeah. how. That's how late. I got home at around, we left your house at about 5 in the morning, yeah. 5.05, 5.10, and I got back around 5.30, hopped in the shower. I didn't even fall asleep till like 7 or Oh, 8. yeah, I couldn't go to sleep. I, like, I was up. It was, it was kind of rough, but it was, it's all good. Like, I'm, like this, dude, the lab scenes were amazing. They were, they were the best. Like... And there were some really good, like, other parts, you know, Bauman. And the Russian camp was cool at parts. But, like, when they fight the monster, I don't know. But, yeah, so far not as good as the other three seasons. But yeah. if you're into the story, you should watch it. Just to, I don't know, fucking five years for that? Or what? Was it three years, four years? Yeah, it was something like that. All right. Well, anyway, that was Stranger Things 4. Ray Liotta, dead at 67, died in the Dominican Republic in his sleep. Uh, the cause hasn't been rele uh, released yet, but we all know him as the star of Goodfellas. Henry like, Hill. The greatest gangster movie, along with Scarface and Godfather, I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. But, yes, that... It's a great, uh, that was a great film. He wasn't my favorite actor in that, but still, it's sad to see him go. He was also in the Rat Pack movie. He played Sinatra. He did a good job. He was in The Many Saints of Newark, which wasn't a great movie, but he was good in that. He was also in The Iceman with Michael Shannon. Unlawful Entry was like his first movie. <laughs> that he played like a... He played like a psycho cop, like that was like obsessed with this woman who was married and shit. And Didn't they try to like? They're always trying to like charge black athletes with unlawful entry, like, and it's really not cool. Messing with their reputations, they try to do it to Kobe and 
Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson went to prison. Yeah. For unlawful entry. Oh, I don't Tyson believe it. Did that shit? Do you think he did? Yes. I don't think he did. I think he was set up. I I'm not, dude. I dude. I know it's Mike Tyson, but I'm fucking. Robin sense. Givens, like, and Don King, he was going to leave Robin Givens, and he was about to get new management because Don King was ripping him off, and they were kind of conspiring to keep ripping off Mike Tyson. They Man, convinced well, him to leave Custom, you know, after Customato, like, passed away. But afterwards, you know, after he, I don't know when he found out, but he found out that he had been lied to by Don King, that Customato never ripped him off, and... I don't know. When he realized he was getting ripped off, they wanted to like save their meal ticket. He was going to divorce her, and I know he hit her though. I mean, but I know that bitch is crazy too. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't wasn't there. Uh, but nobody needs to take a Mike Tyson punch. But hey. you know what I'm going to do for the next season? What I'm going to make my thing? I'm going to bring in a different pop. Oh, okay. Like you know, like the bobblehead things. Oh, different pop. Yeah. Like, you know, you know how you know what I'm saying about you know what I'm talking about, right? The, like the ones I got of Kiss. Yeah, you go bring it a different bobblehead. Yeah, yeah just, and get them to agree with us on things. No, I just it'll be like the fucking special, awesome. Yeah, but you can kind of flick their head a little bit, and make them agree. Maybe they're not bobbleheads. Some of them are. My uh, Star Wars ones are all bobble. Yeah. What we really need to talk about is what we were doing when we were off, and. uh well, we saw Danzig. Oh, but you know who opened for Danzig? Oh yeah, let's let, let's. There's actually, we, we need to start at the beginning here. Uh, this was a great trip to downtown Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, when we got down we, there, that doesn't exist, by the way. Great trips to Cincinnati, but we had a great time. Yeah. Well, I mean, the trip was good. You brought those sandwiches. Oh those yeah, were, yeah. Stole some sandwiches from work. Those were great. I mean, actually, I just made them and dared them to say something about it. I looked them right in the face when I took them, too. Dude, that's great. And then we got up there. We met up with my brother. Yep. Zach, what up? Shout out. Zach had too many beers. That was was awesome. awesome. It was awesome because we were, like, living through Zach because Zach was like, I wonder if I should stop. We're like, wait, Zach, how old are you? And he's like, 24. We're like, oh, no, dude, you can't fucking stop drinking. Uh, did we at 24? Fuck no, no dude. We're, we were like, this is the time that you can do this shit. On uh, 24, I was starting to get tired, though, because I drank a lot. Yeah. At 20, about 25 is where I started smoking instead of drinking. Yeah, I was getting tired, like, yeah, roughly around 24, and then, like, I don't know, like where normal people get tired around 29 and they start. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was still able to tie one on up until like my, I was like 30. Now it's. Then, no, not, not really since then. Yeah. I've had a couple buzz moments, I guess, but. I can't get drunk drunk. I did that once like, uh, like a year and a half ago and I was hungover for a week. I had like four shots, five shots of whiskey and like three or four beers and didn't eat much that day and I was yeah. fucked. So folks, when we get down to Cincinnati, Ohio, we notice that traffic is fucked. Because uh, 
fuck what's his name uh garth brooks's plan yeah we were like what the fuck this isn't danzig traffic and then we saw the sound like tonight garth brooks we're like it was like uh, a two-night affair anything near this part of the country and we're in louisville louisville he'll play here for five nights in a row and nobody plays louisville for five nights in a row but yeah. we can sell out garth brooks five nights in a row but we didn't go to Garth Brooks. Instead, no. we took the dark turn down the steps of the Andrew Brady Music Center. Do you think Garth Brooks snuck over to Danzig for a minute, though? I bet he did. I bet he did, just to hug him. I love you. I love Mother. I know you're angry, Danzig, but you can't keep me from loving you. Glenn Danzig actually posted pictures, or somebody posted pictures, Harvey Flanagan posted pictures of Danzig coming to see his show when the Cro-Mags got back together in L.A. Yeah. So, uh... That's what Danzig's been up to. But yeah, as you were saying, the opening act, this is what we walked into. Cradle of Filth. They were playing when we walked in. Dude, they were they are awesome. hilarious. It's like, it's it's one of the greatest comedy acts you'll ever see. Oh, he's on in a be- little platform, too. He's all <laughs> painted up and shit, and in between songs, like, he don't talk to the audience like, what's up, Cincinnati, yeah! Like, not like that. He's like, he's not like, yeah, motherfucker. He's like, Hello, Cincinnati. We are Assisted Sorrow. I mean, Cradle of Filth. There was a band called Assisted Sorrow that did that shit too, and they did it first, and they were all, they sucked too. But. Yeah, but uh, I, I was not. They were better in Cradle of Filth though. Cradle of Filth were bad. Uh, they really didn't even play all that well. I thought they were gonna like rock it out since they're. They black. didn't have a big stage show. I thought they were gonna have a big old like. I thought there was gonna be like naked ladies on crucifixes and shit. Well, if Danzig's not gonna have that, you're not gonna upstage Danzig. Oh, all he true. does is like his cow skulls and, which are awesome. I want one, dude. Yeah. I want one so bad. I want one. It was on, funny. I want a Danzig I, belt buckle too. Oh, they have those on Etsy for thirty bucks. That's it. I think it's 30. It it's got to be 300 or something, probably. Maybe. Solid metal Danzig belt buckle. When I your... asked Zach what he thought of uh, Cradle of Filth, his response was, I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were pretty <laughs> whack that night, dude. I can't even yeah. lie. Like, they sucked. But Danzig comes out. Boy, he still got it. 66 years old this man is. And he's still, oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, dude. He was rocking it out, dude. He was just breathing like, heavy as fuck in between songs. Like James though. Gandolfini in yeah, season he, four, He didn't even dude. try to move the mic away. He's just like. <sighs> yeah, he doesn't move his mic away as much anymore. Like, oh. Well, what got me was when they did Under Your, Her Black Wings. And, like, it was so epic. The crowd was singing along, like, Whoa, under her black wings. Hey, you got to. Ah, and like, oh, but dude, he was killer, dude. He was, he's still got it. Man. Oh, he's still got it. I mean, he don't take his shirt off anymore. Like, can't. But yeah, he's got floppy titties now. Yeah, but dude, he's fucking crazy awesome live. Like, uh, give it up for uh, Tommy Victor for. And Steve, big shoes to fill. And Steve Zing on bass. And Rockfist on drums, I guess, filling in for John Kelly. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, he sounded awesome. It was pretty bitching. He did so. everything. He did Mother. He did came out. And, of course, his did encore. Not of this world. 
his encore was fucking she rides and every time i've seen danzig it's she rides as he does it every time during the encore like i think yeah. that's just to get the redneck girl swerving doing her oh, little dance oh this is my song yeah. i like this one and it's to get so the redneck guys get a bj afterwards you know i blew him right outside the waffle house <laughs> Dude, it was dope though. I would see Danzig again and again and again. As many I times think as I'm just going to go by. see Danzig from now on because took it out of me. I was supposed to see Amel and the Sniffers in New York a few oh, days yeah, later. Oh, yeah, to talk about that. Dude, this motherfucker. Okay, three bands were supposed to play. It was supposed to start at nine. And I go there. I'm in Brooklyn, an industrial part of Williamsburg by the projects. It didn't really feel that bad, but I didn't know the area and I was by myself and there were no like actual restaurants around to walk in. Like, and by like fucking, I had to piss too, man. And by like a little after 11, the show had not started yet. Oh yeah, that, fuck that. I yeah, I know. fucking left, dude. You know, I, I had two asked, tickets. I would've asked for a refund though. Yeah, what the fuck, you can't do that But if the show hadn't even started yet. Yeah, once you reach 40, Sean, you'll learn that you can do that, and you will do that. That's $40. And it was, but, I mean, you take a hit, man, you know. So. I'd like to speak to the manager here. Uh, what's going on with this? This shit was supposed to start at 9. Look, can I just get my money back? Or I'll tell you what, you give me the little bags of chips in return. Give me 40 bucks worth of that shit. Cheetos. The Cheetos. 40, get a big box of Cheetos. Yeah, give me a box Walking of through Cheetos. Brooklyn with fucking Cheetos. Get down on the subway trying to like... Yeah, like, like, you'd be like a hero though. It's homeless people. Like, Man, you got some money. And you'd be like, oh, it's some fucking Cheetos. You know, they could use a Cheeto or two in Fuck New York. Yeah, dude. You could be like fucking Robin Hood. Yeah, See, instead man. of that money, you could have fucking been the Cheeto. The Cheeto warrior. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm... I tip people pretty good when I'm up there because I know, man, they don't pay you that much more up there, but rent is like a million times higher. So life has to suck if you actually live there. I like it as a visitor. Like, <laughs> when I don't have rent to pay up there, you know, but uh, yeah, dude. Uh, so I ended up not fucking seeing them. Fucking sucks. But what am I going to do? Just stand? Like, there's no place to sit. And the bar was full, no place to fucking sit. Uh, Everybody was drinking beer there. Like the few people I talked to were these old Brooklyn dudes. They seemed pretty cool, man. Like they said, they all looked and sounded like Vinny Stigma. Uh, But like they're all drinking beer, and I can't drink beer anymore. Don't get me drunk because I I drink it slow, and it just makes me piss. And I couldn't just get wine around those dudes, you know? Yeah. I would have done that and waited. But I can't drink wine around those guys. They'd have, I'd, I'd have gotten beat up. Rightfully so, you know? What the fuck is that? Yeah. It's a spritzer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have gotten a baseball bat to the temple. It's weird, because it's in the hipster part of town, and, like, there were a bunch of hipsters there, but, like, you could see the clear difference. It was, like, hipsters and then, like... 45-year-old Brooklyn dudes with really short hair. Like, they all talk the same. They all, oh, what's that Edward Norton movie where he talks about Bensonhurst? And it shows those 
uh, guys with the fucking uh, bats who are like, hey, come here, come here, hey, fucking fuck, fuck, come here, you fucking fuck. Yeah, like, they're, but they were in a good mood. They weren't like, come here. They were just like, hey, you got a light button their accent. So I didn't get to see it. And then a few days later, I went to meet with Bobby Steele from the Misfits and the Undead, had a great conversation with him, recorded it. My computer fucked up and lost the interview. Went through all types of shit, had to hop to Jersey. But I did talk to him about some cool stuff. He talked about, you know, uh, well, he was talking about, like I asked him what got him into music. I was like, this is cliche, but since people don't really know kind of what got you into it all. And he's like, well, my dad was in show business. And he said like the Dave Clark five would come and play in New York. Like he plays stickball in the streets with them. And uh, you, remember, you don't know, are you farting? No. Oh, no. okay. You just, just said stickball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Baseball with a stick. No, I know what it yeah, is. It's some, yeah. That's some old-timey shit. Dude. Yeah, I know, dude. Like, he doesn't look like he's old enough to play that stuff. But, yeah, like, it's uh, that's old New York stuff, man. Like, that's old school. Uh, but And then he was talking about, uh, like, one of the dudes from Deep Purple, like, played around that part of Jersey, DeMont, New Jersey, like just outside of New York a lot, and he said he saw him a lot, played a lot of those high school, the bands that played high school dances, that was a big thing. But he said like, uh, with the Misfits, said like the shit that happened with that is that, like the reason he was kind of like removed or kind of combination of removed and him leaving was because Jerry kind of wanted to take over the band and he kind of kept putting it in Glenn's ear to get his brother in. And he said, and he said when Doyle joined the band, they told him they were getting rid of Bobby. And he's like, why would you do that? Uh, like that 12 hits from hell record has tracks for both Bobby Steele and then Doyle from when he joined uh, right after. And it wasn't released until way later. And then when it was, it was pulled off the shelves for a long time because they didn't tell Bobby about it and he did. They didn't want to pay him the money they would have owed him. So they just pulled it off until they re-released it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a good almost 20 years it was pulled off. In addition to the time, it, the amount of time it just was sitting there not released. Uh, so it was just kind of like that thing, you know. Like, uh, he, he said, but, you know, like Doyle quit the new Misfits back in the day so I guess I don't know it's a bunch of shit like that uh, and he said what kind of got and he was talking about when he started The Undead what kind of got them known was that uh, you know that bootleg uh, that Misfits bootleg where Glenn Danzig's like Bobby Steele's an asshole fucking cunt an asshole fucking cunt yeah he said it was that bootleg like, people were like, we're the fucking undead. And then they're like, fuck the undead. Fuck the undead. And fucking, he said that helped their album sales and shit. And <laughs> that's awesome. That's why their Act Your Age record sold like 20,000 copies at the time. I think it's over 60,000 now. That's what he wow. said. Uh, but, uh, God, there was a lot of other stuff on there. I can't remember it all. It was hot outside. And, uh, but, 
Yeah. Stop and get a dog on that trip. I feel like that would have been something I would have stopped and got a hot dog. Uh, I got like a sandwich on the way back or something. I don't remember. It was, yeah. So I had to take a, I had to take a train uptown and then a bus across Jersey. And I tried to go the day before, but I yes. just missed the Jersey bus, which only ran oh, every hour. That sucks. So if I'd have gone the day before, I bet I'd have like not fucked it up. Or if I did, but like I called him and like he, I don't know, he had other stuff going on. So uh, by the time I could have gotten there, so we, but we were able to do it the next day. And I at least, I don't know, I'll bug him next time I'm going up there. <laughs> Be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was real nice. He was real cool. Just like, uh, you know, he, just like the other times I met him. And, you know, he's always good about corresponding with people. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Ate a lot of good food up there in New York. Mm. We ate at this uh, place called the Chick Inn. It's like one of those Latin style oh. chicken places. Oh, the Chick Inn. They was. Oh, never mind. It's a different place. Huh? Yeah, yeah. This a song is, about the chicken. This is a. Uh, well, it's like hey, they had roasted chicken, and rice and black beans. And like plantains and stuff, it was fucking amazing. That's I got like awesome. a half chicken, uh, both of those sides, and some pomegranate juice. And then uh, we ate at this French kind of American place called the Pandering Pig. Mm-hmm. Had snails, which I'd never had. They weren't bad, man. Really? Yeah. Uh, and then frog legs. And these were awesome. They tasted like chicken, dude. Oh, that's what frog legs taste like. But how they? How were they served? Like how did they look? Were they like? They still looked like, like little chicken legs. Little like. When I got them, they were just like snipped, like right at the waist, where they were still connected. Oh no, was, no, these weren't it. This was different. It was the only thing I didn't like about them, but uh, they tasted fine. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat whatever animal. I don't give a shit. I'll eat it while its fucking offspring looks at me. Yeah. No, I won't. But yeah, well, yeah, well, well. <laughs> but had those and uh, fuck. What else? Oh, we got this. Okay, we shared everything. Like, and we got like a couple like arugula salads, and then for the main courses, like it was, uh, we got one big uh, braised short rib with mashed potatoes, roasted carrots, and like Moroccan spices. A duck confit with just roasted duck with fucking roasted potatoes. And then I had this lamb tenderloin wrapped Wellington style. Yeah, like it would all make you, I was like, this is the kind of food that make you want to touch yourself, but you gotta like be careful because you're out in public. So you gotta be careful while you're eating it, you know? So that was really good. And then ate at this Italian place called Bono. Bono, but it's spelled like Bono. That's cool. Yeah. How was that? Oh, it's amazing. It is the second time I've been there. Like, What'd you get? I got a caprese salad. We got some pizza, like some margarita pizza. Uh, fuck, what else did I get? Oh, shit. Hold on. Arugula salad, and then I had some kind of... Uh, see, I had some veal marsala. Fuck, what else do I have? I have I had something, uh son of a bitch. I don't Oh fuck. I don't know. It was fucking good. It did It'll be alright. Yeah, like it was fucking good though. Good I mean shit. You know. 
uh, yeah, drank some drank some vino, you know. Uh, was, yo, but I didn't really do a whole lot of crazy stuff. That's all I did. I ate and kind of hung around. I only went downtown like twice. Once the first night I went there to get like a lamb kebab, and then. I went again to get a sandwich and like a home and tosh and right and that was like right before I left. But yeah, I was up in I was in Harlem pretty much the whole time. Awesome. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, that's how cool I am. Yeah, I I didn't go before one I was between one forty fifth and one eighty seventh most of the time. Well you were the high numbers. Oh nice. They're the high numbers like safer. I mean, it's Harlem, but the super high numbers, like after we ate at the Pandering Pig, the lady who waited on us got off work and kind of gave us a, she walked us to a bus stop, but gave us kind of a tour of the neighborhood. She's like, there was a shooting here last week, which usually doesn't happen because it's a Jewish neighborhood and it's protected. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> like, it's awesome. like that. Uh, so at least that part of it, but I mean, there's. I don't know. You got parts of Harlem where there's more like white people living and not as much shit happens you got. And then you still got parts where it's like pretty rough. You got East Harlem, which is, I think like where it's mostly like Spanish Harlem, but it's also, there's like a little bit of Italian Harlem and black Harlem. But that was like, that part looked more dangerous than where I usually stay, which is like on the West side of Harlem. Uh, People be getting shot in East Harlem, dude. Damn. Yeah, like that sucks. Yeah, well, you know, it, uh, shit. That's how them streets are, dude. So while you were up there globe trotting in Harlem, yeah, uh, I left. Uh, I left the house. I was globe trot. Took took the. Uh, I love the smell of a piss ridden subway too. I don't know why. Took the boy to see. We went and Doctor saw Strange. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. What is being considered the first horror movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Didn't know it was a horror movie. Sam Raimi directed it. Oh. You know, from Evil Dead. Oh, did he direct Evil Dead? Yes. Oh, okay. And all the Evil Deads. And uh, there's some of that influence shows up. And uh, I'm not going to give anybody any spoilers. But they, I know you don't like the Marvel movies where other superheroes pop in, but the rest of us love it. And the people that pop in in the other universe, oh my God. Just it's felt so like they should have minded their own business with Shang-Chi, you know? Well, with that, yeah. That, that cameo seemed kind of forced. This is Yeah, a, that was some bullshit, honestly. I didn't need to do that. But this isn't very forced. It goes with the story and actually goes with the comics. They're uh, like, hey, Chinatown people, we're here to kidnap you now. That That's what happened at the end of Shang-Chi. Yeah, they but kidnapped him. Can, can I do my review? Can, I'm just saying. <laughs> fuck. Okay, go ahead. I look very handsome today. You are handsome. I'm very manly. Man, it's because you look very boyish today. I am boyish today. And then that way, uh, now I can't see myself. Oh, well, you'll be fine. I'll pull it back up. But so, yeah, the movie is great. Uh, we do know the people that you do know is going to be in it. Scarlet Witch is a big part of the movie. Uh, her role is great. She's great. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, she does an awesome job. You know, she's uh, the younger sister of the Olsen twins. 
Oh, I was like, no, that's Mary Kate or Ashley. No, when she has a young, they have a younger Your one sister. Yeah, and she is great. And Benedict, come on, come on, Batch. Ben- Benedict Cumberbatch. Ah. You're going to get to the Doctor Strange movies. I'm going to make you watch it. He is great. I love him. Wong, your boy Wong that was in... uh, Shang-Chi? Yes. He's in it. Uh, Well, he's originally from Doctor Strange anyway. Benedict Upper Snatch. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. (laughs) Oh, Benedict, dude. Oh, Benny. Benny and the Jets, dude. He's awesome in it, dude. He's great in it. Uh, Oh, dude. Oh, God, I don't want to give a little spoiler, but uh, there's also starts out with a different super, a newer superhero that uh, it's just kind of cool to see them starting to throw like some of these newer characters in. Uh, But the new characters in one cameo are not new characters at all. They're fucking all fucking icons. Oh, my God. It it sucks. I really, I I heard that you're allowed to talk about it, but... uh, this point but if you haven't seen it yet I'm not going to give spoilers yet spoil it I'll spoil it uh, later I but you know what wasn't spoiled another thing I did what got the Mexican pizza you know what I heard it's changed it, it has not changed a bit I think it changed a long time ago before they took because I had one like a little while before they took it off and them tortillas are chemical now it's like they taste like somebody poured some bleach in the mix that's probably just the one you got no dude no right this dude is just too much fuck you I I didn't say it they said it they didn't say shit they gave me a heart this was a brand new crisp tortilla them shits taste like fuck and I had the nacho belgrande them shits taste like fucking chemicals now Dude, Taco Bell is like, uh, fuck them. That shit's, it used to be nasty and good, like good and nasty, but now it's just nasty. It's still good and nasty. No, it's Taco not. Taco Bell, fuck this guy. All if they can wanna... make now are chili cheese burritos Yo and, Quero. Uh, Yo and Quero the tacos. It's Yo Quiero, not Quero. I don't give a fuck what it's called. You, make, you sound you hateful check. when you say it. Dude, yeah, that sucks. Yo, Cuero Taco Bell. I look, I look hateful when I say it. Dude. Yeah, you do. Oh, man. Uh, He's a hateful man. But it was good, though, man. I like the Mexican pizza, uh, and I like the new Doctor Strange as well. And uh, you're right. When are we going to do uh, – this week, guys, we didn't have a movie challenge. So, but Yeah, we, we had do, a lot of things going on. Next week. I had a lot of things to do. Who, who's it going to be? Mm. Oh, hold on. Is it going to be me that has to watch a movie, or is it going to be you that has to watch a movie? What was the one I said uh, the other day? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, do you have Paramount? No. You don't? No. You're fucking poor. Uh, <laughs> have all the other yeah, ones. Yeah, took that personal, too. Damn. <laughs> you have more streaming services than I do, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's like, I do. Uh, I do. Don't you ever call me poor again. <laughs> Y'all have a house and shit. I have a peacock. I have a peacock. And you get cock pee? I, I don't know. I, got, I got peacock, I got Netflix, and I got Hulu, <laughs> and I got and Disney Netflix. Plus. Well, I got one for you, and you can use my Disney Plus. Netflix, peacock, uh, cock pee. Wrong side. All right, if that's going to be the case... Then I got, I got one for you. What do you, you have? Enjoy. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Sean's never really oh, gotten yeah, into the Marvel yeah, that, movies. Yeah, I'll watch that movie. You'll, you'll have fun with it. If yeah. nothing else, you'll have fun. You won't be disappointed that you watched it. Yeah. You might not love it, but you'll be like, yeah, you know. It wasn't, I could have spent You know, I tried hours. to watch that show, The Boys, and it felt too forced. Next week, The Boys comes back. Yeah, I don't really get the big deal. I mean, yeah, they're superheroes, and they mess up the world, and it's like, but God, the way they do it, it feels like the, the writers are trying to be like, hey, look at how extreme my writing is, man. You know what I like better than The Boys, honestly, and I'll say it, and I recommend it, especially you got Netflix back? The men. The Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. It's like it's like a calm the fuck down version of the boys. Like it's still like cool, but it's, it's like with the boys it's just like, man, shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's not real tough guy. It's more like uh it, it's it's about this guy who he fucking like, runs through that girl and it's just him holding her arms as he's getting ready to propose or some shit or yeah. whatever. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's too if much. If they were a superhero, they would have seen that shit. They, they wouldn't be allowed to be superheroes. They would just be fuck-ups with super abilities. The superhero franchises wouldn't let them be in. They probably wouldn't even be allowed oh, to wear they uniforms. Were, it was all covered up and shit, though, like in the show. Like, it was shit. It was whack. Well, <laughs> I, I recommend I have that. cast judgment! I recommend the Umbrella Academy if you want something that's light. It sounds like something that they filmed in Britain about, like, I bet it sounds like, I'm just saying, I know it's not, but I'm just saying that the title uh, sounds like uh, England 84 or something like those, uh, or Suburbia or something, where it's going to be like a group of teenagers that and you watch their life and trials together over the course of seven years, and one of them dies. One gets on drugs, one turns into a whore, one kills somebody. That's This is England. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's pretty much like... That's a very close One of to them that. tries to kill themselves. Oh, I am close to it? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's fucking good, though, dude. I'll check it out, but... Damn, I can't believe I nailed it, dude. It's based on a comic book written by the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, which may not be the best way to get a selling point on it, but it's really fucking good. And you will like it. You probably like Cobra Kai more, though. Yeah. If you ever do. Well, you got Netflix back now. Now you can start uh, Cobra Kai on oh, your own shit. terms. Yeah, I restarted Breaking Bad. I got to do Better Call Saul, and then I'll do Cobra Kai. Yeah. That, oh, so we're going to figure out we're uh, Breaking Bad as well. Yeah, yeah. I just started it. I'm on three right now, like uh, episode three. But I'll probably, I'm going to binge that shit all day. And Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do when I get home. Well, I want to watch the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I heard it's dope. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would like to check that out. And if I can pull up my list here. All right, so you figure out what you want me to watch in a couple weeks and then next week you'll have Guardians of the Galaxy awesome and we watched some stuff this week too would you like to go first yeah ladies first uh, shut the fuck up put you out on that corner start making me money well I've watched a few things so you want to go back and forth on what we've watched yeah that's fine okay watched The Offer so far on Paramount Plus. Very cool. It's about the making of The Godfather. 
And the people that play some of these are fucking spot on. The dude who plays Francis Ford Coppola, it looks just like him at the time. He's all fat like him. Looks, you, it's like you could smell him through the screen, dude. Like Sweet. you could smell like all the salami grease and wine and just sweat and musk. And then young Al Pacino, he's pretty much on it. Uh, except you catch a little bit of this. <laughs> I think he's trying too hard to be like old Pacino. When, when Pacino talked like this, before he was like this. I think that change happened around Injustice for All. You just gonna look at your phone? Uh, I was checking. Anybody, the, anybody watching us? Yeah, a lot of people were watching. Really? Uh, they said they can't hear me though. Really? Why don't you speak up? Okay. And can you hear now? I well, I don't know. Hopefully you can. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's pretty fucking awesome. If you're a Godfather fan, it uh, talks about all the events surrounding it. Uh, they're only on. They've only put out seven episodes of the first season. I, well, I think it's a limited uh, thing, so it's pretty, pretty bitching. Uh, I watched. Well, you go, you go next. Oh well, I watched and read Carrie. It's a good movie. I haven't read it, but it's a good movie. But uh, I like watching John Travolta try to be like a redneck. He can't do the accent. Oh, thank you, Amy. You hear us both. Oh, All right. thank you. Uh, yes. So, yeah, no, the movie's great, but they left so much out of the book, like crazy amount of shit in the book. Will my breath get you? Yeah, I didn't brush today. Damn. All right, go ahead. Been eating meats. Sounds uh, like you've been eating ass. No. no. You're like, he's disappointing. He's like, no. But go ahead. So yeah, Let's so John Travolta's great or whatever. PJ Souls, she's like awesome always. Uh, you and your dirty pillows. Yeah, and, they're uh, called breasts, mother. <laughs> breasts. Sissy Spacek owns it. Oh, she's the best. Yeah, she's great. She just wrecks that entire fucking school, man. I'm sorry, dude. Dylan Klebold ain't got shit on Carrie. I'm just damn, no, but dude. the thing is, he wants people to remember. He wanted people to remember him like he was a badass, and he's not going to be remembered like Carrie. He needed a machine gun. Carrie used powers and burned up the whole fucking school. See in the book, though, can I spoil the book? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of reading. Book so. spoiler, uh, and this could be a long time for our Audible Ed shit. Dude, like she when she leaves that shit, she blows up the whole fucking town, dude. She pulls gas pumps off and fucking like oh, yeah, yeah. And then she like uh just blows shit up, dude. Like it, it's great. Uh so she does a lot of censors band. us on here. Really? Yeah. Oh, it does do that on our broadcast. That's why I do an audio. Shit ass boobies, fuck shit, tits, fuck, titty, clitoris. Oh, now it's not doing anything. Boo. Black clitoris. Black. <laughs> yeah, I just see clitoris. It stopped up. All right, dude. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, Let's see if it does anything to the image. What if uh, we talk? Uh, what the fuck uh. were we talking about? <laughs> Carrie. Yeah. So the, the book... Uh, yeah, dude, they leave out so much shit. Plus, there's a bunch of flashbacks. Oh, yeah, like they do that with the movie. You can't yeah. fit a book in a movie. It was great, though. Uh, I highly recommend it. Oh, dude, I read the Godfather book. 
Oh, really? Man, oh, dude, there's so much shit in there. You know Luca Brazzi, the big dude, who's like, Oh, Father, I hope you have a masculine child. And he kills people for him. He's just yeah. a big... Well, in the book, he's so evil that there's a story about him previously that he dated this Irish chick, got her pregnant, and had a nurse come and help deliver the baby. And after that, he told the nurse he didn't want uh, that any of that race to live. So he had the baby thrown in a furnace and he killed his fucking... Like, he made the nurse throw the baby in the furnace. And the nurse, like, had Jesus. to move to Italy and it was fucking almost halfway crazy because of it. Like, she couldn't live with herself. Because uh, she tried to refuse him, but he was so scary. Like, she did it. And then he killed his Irish girlfriend. And, like, I think threw her in the fucking furnace. Like, it's... And that was, like, the big like secret like about Luca Brazzi of why people it wasn't just that he was brutal it you know and could like and killed like whole gangs of men on his own is that he was just sick and demented and somehow Vito Corleone got him under his control like yeah even though he wasn't even comfortable with him if you watch the scene in the beginning he's like Luca Brazzi wants to come up here and he's like is this necessary it's like he just wants to thank you for inviting him. And then oh. the whole time he's all fucking nervous. But yeah, anyway, the book always leaves out all the crazy good stuff. Like yeah. the juice, you know. Yeah, I mean she fucks that town up, and that's what I was like waiting to I ain't I mad at her movie. for that. That whole town fucked with her. Except yeah. when Todd like took her to prom, he actually started feeling bad for her. And yeah. Is that that his name was Todd, right? No. Was or Ted or uh Hold on. He had... He, I don't know. It doesn't even matter, really. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, but, she yeah, wrecked that school. That. You just see flames coming out and just shit exploding, lights coming down, and, like, the car chase, like... Where, or was oh, it when yeah. they when John is John Travolta and his girl is try to escape, and she just fucking wrecks their yeah, car and makes it crash and burns? Blows up immediately. It's, you know who made that movie... Brian De Palma, same guy that made Scarface. Uh, yeah, and uh, Carlito's Way. Yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't know Brian De Palma directed that. Yeah. That's cool. Brian De Palma and Stephen King. That's a combo right there. Just like John Carpenter and Stephen King with Christine. What if Scorsese and Stephen King did a movie? That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, I watched. Uh, I watched Apocalypse Now. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's that Vietnam movie with Marlon oh, yeah. Brando in it I where he was supposed it. to be skinny, but he was fat. He didn't lose any weight because Marlon Brando was like, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever I want. He plays this colonel named Colonel Kurtz, who was like a badass Vietnam like uh, colonel with his own division that the Viet Cong was actually fucking scared of. And he was there so long that he broke off on his own, started attacking other American soldiers and there was a secret mission for Martin Sheen to basically hunt him down and kill him and uh, you know I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen it yeah I haven't seen it yet I need to it is it's up there in terms of Vietnam movies uh, I'd put it right next to Deer Hunter and Full Metal Jacket in terms of disturbing imagery actually I'll put it above Full Metal Jacket in terms of the disturbing like 
just say there's a lot of dead people a lot more dead people than there needs to be but it's vietnam uh but uh marlon brando plays it up to a hill just like a colonel that just lost his mind and decided to become his own king and have his own little kingdom and with his own soldiers and uh it was amazing and martin short slowly going through like just the entire madness of it all martin short no not martin short uh charlie sheen's dead martin sheen i want to call him martin <laughs> this is not the first time i've done this picture like martin short like Whoa. <laughs> I would love to see Martin Short in a Vietnam movie having to take out a rogue colonel and slowly like ha- going through the madness of the Vietnam War. Hello, hello. Oh my darling, hello, my ragtime gang. I love Martin Short. I would love to see him in that. He said Martin Short. Oh. Robert Duvall's in that movie. That's the movie where it's like. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Okay. Yeah, you got. I I didn't know that. I I heard people say that, and I was like, okay, that's obviously from a movie, but I didn't know it was from that. So, yeah, but great movie. Uh, yeah, I've just been watching Breaking Bad pretty much. I just restarted that. Um, and Life in Times of Tim, it's hilarious. I watched The Pope of Greenwich Village with Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah. Early Mickey Rourke, like fucking 84, 85. And it's him, Eric Roberts. Burt Young is in it. Nice. He plays Burt Young. Yeah, and he's actually in it for more than 10 seconds. Nice. Because they like to put his name on the movie credits, like, to get you excited. Busted Rock. (laughs) (laughs) You're busted. You're not a virgin. You're a loser. Oh my gosh, she, she's fucking retarded, Rock. What are you gonna do with her? <laughs> she's a fucking loser. Forget about her. Oh my god, I love Rocky so damn much, dude. The first oh. one's the best. Oh, don't forget, whoever's watching, we got a free Friday night ticket that we're giving away to Jim, Metal Fest 11. Jim Harrelson's playing that night. Yep. Jim Harrelson, Trey Kwan's band. Descendant Metal Fest. Yeah, just if type it in go, right now. We've got one ticket left. Good. One ticket. One ticket. This one's mine. I'm keeping it out of him. And he's keeping it. his, so this is the one we got left. Yes. We want to see you there, and you want to see us fest. there. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to spell that shit. Yeah, you know how to spell it. Yeah. But yeah, so I had another exciting thing happen this weekend. Yeah. Oh, you just gonna interrupt my Mickey Rourke show? Oh no, I thought we were done. Oh uh, no, uh, no, go ahead. Since no, no I, whatever I have to say is not important. Well, we got broke up by the tickets. I'm sorry. Yeah, fucking yeah, go ahead. No, dude, no, no, no. Keep uh, riding that Donnie Vega reputation a while longer. Cut me oh, off. Oh <laughs> really? Oh, they, they, that's good. That's radio. all you. That's all you. You're the king of cutting off. You've been talking. You've been talking. You're a talkative guy. You've been talking a lot. Here and there. This is a talkative guy right here. Go ahead with your Mickey Rourke. Oh, well, I don't want to talk about it now. I was talking about Burt Young and then... I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Chimed in with Rocky and... And then, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And then so it's your yeah. fault. Yes, it is uh, your fault. My bad. It's your fault. So go ahead with whatever bullshit you had to say. I was just going to say congratulations to my little girl Lily for graduating. Oh, uh, don't grade. don't make me out to be an asshole. 
You so. were going to say something else. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Congratulations, Lily. I was going to say it first, but it was my <laughs> idea. <laughs> oh. I had to pay him to say it. That's not true, then. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I hope she doesn't believe that. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah. Uh, so, how... What the fuck? So... Oh, this is also the last day, the last episode yeah. that we're doing before uh, we're not taking any more breaks. Yeah, we're this not. The well, first. for the rest of the season. So after this, we've got, what, three more episodes? Uh, we got uh, four. All right. Four episodes, and it's all leading to our special. Hold on. I love saying this. It is our special, though. Saturday, July 25th is our season finale. Season finale with our special guests. Too many guests. Too many fucking guests. Right. A lot of our guests from season two will be here in season one. We're going to have a big old powwow. And, uh, We're yeah. like looking like a broke-ass last supper like across your table. It's going to look like a loser party because there's going to be like one chick there. Yeah. And a bunch of dudes. But I don't play video games, so I'm cool. Like, and next week, uh, our Sunday episodes are going for the next two weeks, and then we'll be doing Saturday episodes. So half the season, Sunday afternoons, other half, Saturday night. And then next week is uh, local comedian Amy Riggs is going to be joining us. She again. will be joining us, and then after that, Trey will be. Trey will be back. And then our Saturday night starts with... One big old greasy Saturday night, Ted. Oh, yeah. And then the night of too many guests. Yeah, Ted, Tony, uh, Rick. Rickless in Seattle, uh, Amy, Amy Riggs, Trey, Trey Quan. Danny will be here for the whole episode. Danny, he'll be hiding behind the computer, though, because he doesn't want to be seen. Yeah, He's we afraid actually, he'll get fired. <laughs> We tried to bring, Which that's uh, a reasonable fear. Bring Lucius Williams back, but he's going to be out of town. We just want you all to know that he was in our thoughts. He was in our thoughts. We did ask him. And he wanted to, but, you know, he's got other... He's going out of town. Yeah. I feel that. I'd much rather be out of town than hanging out with two dudes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm thinking, thinking about going to see that Stranger Things exhibit in New York that they have until the end of July oh yeah I want to it would be cool yeah I'd like to explore be cool but you know so Metal Fest 11 fuck cancer that's exactly what it means fundraiser against well it's for cancer researched obviously fight cancer but this money, after you know the expenses are paid for the show, it all goes directly to the V Foundation, who directly it doesn't go to like pay the lights of there. It's not like the Clinton Foundation or the Bush Foundation or whatever, you know. Oh, you guys, your eyes went. Oh shit, you're right. They kill people. Don't. Uh, I mean, it's not like the Clinton Foundation, uh, but yeah, it's cancer research. Saw your eyes, but thanks. Yeah, you gotta get. Uh, you gotta be careful talking about the Clintons, oh, dude. Most stuff. They'll have you whacked. And uh, we'll give that ticket away on the next episode. How about that? <laughs> don't don't. Yeah, it's ticket. You'll find a home, buddy. 
Come on. You want to fight cancer for free? This is your one chance to fight cancer for free. Just show up. Bring your story. You can bring your kids, too. That's the great thing about it. It's like there's kid activities like he was talking about earlier this episode. So we want to thank Alan uh, Ashbach for coming on. Uh, Yeah, that was cool. And his daughter, Riley. He does a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, We'll definitely be getting in touch with him in the future, too, uh, because I think it's a... I love it, dude. He's out there doing shows, but you know what I'm saying? He's, like, doing it with a good cause. Yeah. So. I'm not doing it. You combing your hair? Is that my comb? No, that's my comb. Okay, I was about to say, you didn't pick my comb up, did you? Because I don't. Nobody trying to use your comb? Don't don't get smart with me. Oh, man. to beat you on the TV. Yeah. like we hit that wall. (laughs) It's your walls. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's anyway it's been great we, and it's good to be back it's so good to be back and, and we will see week, you next week Amy Riggs and Guardians of the Galaxy review oh and uh, Facebook isn't letting us upload fucking live podcasts so we'll probably I don't know we're gonna figure something out see it We'll if be we can't do it on Sunday. here, then we'll be, we'll definitely be on YouTube or whatever. So yeah, so we will be. Yep. Our, and season three is gonna be a real fucking. Season three is gonna be great. It's gonna make your eyes pop out of your head and your breasts pop out of your bazier. Braziers. Boobies. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. Fight breast cancer, dude. That's my number one cancer that I'm fighting. Save the titties. Yes, sir. Remember, go look up Metal Fest. I'm going to fight prostate cancer, too, because I don't want any of that shit. We love you. That's got to hurt. Love you guys. Believe in yourselves.